and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 185. I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. Chotu, Chaku. Watashi wa kono jaketo ni tui hanasu hitsuyu ga arimasu. Okay, you, you want to talk about your, your jacket? Sore. The Yoshimura I got you. Hmm, hmm, sore wa subarashi. Okay, I'm glad it fits good. That's nice. Demo. But what? Watashi no kue wa kimyo ni kokeru. You mean the fact that you sound like a 12 year old schoolgirl? <laughs> a 12 year old Japanese schoolgirl. I'm sorry. Mm, mm. Well, um, I mean, really, you sound okay to me. I uh, I don't see what the problem is. Shigoto wa muzukashi. You you don't you don't have to call Japan for your work. Yeah. Oh, I I see. Um, yeah, I could see it being difficult then. Mm-hmm. Um, do you go to work wearing that that? Japanese schoolgirl uniform every day? Watashi wa sogoku nioru. If, if you say so, that you look good. That's certainly an opinion. <coughs> mm. oh, that's a little better. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is so racist. I'm pretty, I'm enjoying this Yoshimura jacket. I just want you to know. I'm glad. It fits well. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. looks cool. I'm glad you like it. I, that's yeah. my favorite jacket. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's getting, it's getting some good use, which has been very pleasant. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And now that you've chucked out of it, it's great. Yeah, I went, I went shopping at Crazy Chuck's uh, used jacket emporium. Yeah, you went through all my stuff. Yep. Went through all his stuff. Tried on all his clothes. clothes. <laughs> yeah, this was a little weird. Reorganized everything. Yeah, very weird. If I reorganized everything, you mean left a giant pile in the middle of the room? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then slithered away, <laughs> leaving a trail? <laughs> yeah, so I took I took two jackets. I took two leather jackets, one of which was the Yoshimura jacket, which was pretty well chucked. My black Yoshimura. Yeah. Because that's my favorite, literally is my favorite jacket. It's an awesome jacket. I can see why. Yeah. Like, the more I ride with it, the happier I am with it. Mm-hmm. I, I sprayed it with some of the leather cleaner yeah just to kind of get uncheck it all it. uncheck it get it a little shinier <laughs> and uh man that's a great jacket it is nice it's it does well in hot weather even it, yeah it does surprisingly well with the vent I, I i've never had perforated leather before and i'm surprised how well it works actually mm-hmm. um i like the fact that the leather is not as thick as some of the other jackets the the chinese made jacket is a lot like heavier leather but it's kind of crappy heavy leather mm-hmm. too many zippers and stuff so it doesn't bend yep that jacket, the Yoshi jacket, when I bought it, it was the last one they had. Mm-hmm. It was on clearance, mm-hmm. and it was a size too small. Really? Already. Huh. So I had to go on like a diet to get into that jacket. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm. It's not loose on me by any stretch of the imagination. But currently, it fits, it fits okay. you well. Yeah, it's it's good fit. I really am very very enjoying it. Yeah. When I first got the jacket, I couldn't zip it up over my gut. <laughs> now I can zip it up over my gut. I just have trouble. You're just whenever. trapped in the jacket forevermore. <laughs> I run it. When I get to about my peck, peck level, mm-hmm. I run problems. Yep. This isn't going well. <laughs> and it doesn't come off easy. No, no. I, I debated leaving you in it. <laughs> I actually, I felt, but then you bad. wanted it. <laughs> oh, then I wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I felt, I felt slightly bad because you, you, it was clearly like you were like, giving up the beloved oh oh no that, that yeah the no. other jacket i didn't mind yeah, was, uh, yeah like you said it's kind of but the yoshi is a nice jacket it's a really nice jacket if i could get another another yoshi jacket in my size that mm-hmm. would be that would be on my list of things i would like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, it kind of got this Akira vibe to it. Yeah, the big Yoshi. Oh yeah, the glasses. Now that you can see it, because I'm wearing the vest all the time. <laughs> then again, then again, it's got the huge one down the arm too, so it's not like I'm hurting for details. And you got the patch and the patch yeah, and yeah. the whole bit. Yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> it just I, made you that much cooler. I have noticed a slight amount of horsepower increase on the bikes, so you know. It's well, yeah, well, it's it's guaranteed. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of why you buy the jacket, right? Totally, absolutely. So in addition to cool new jackets, we got a package. You've got a box. We got a box on the... sent to us. This was from uh, listener Jeffrey. Jeff Gilbert Jeffrey. Here. Oh, it's candy. It's candy. It's a... <laughs> it's candy. <laughs> we got we got gummy dicks. Gummy dicks. It's two bags of dicks. Gummy candy bag of dicks. Bag of dicks from dicksbymail.com. Is it weird if I say this is the second bag of dicks I've received? Not really. I, I got a bag of dicks for my birthday. It was like small, hard candy dicks. Uh-huh. And now I got a bag of gummy dicks. Mm-hmm. Let me dig into your bag a little. How is it? It's a mediocre gummy candy shaped like a dick. Uh, you have to eat it right. Yeah. You have to eat it appropriately. Don't just throw it in your mouth. You gotta... <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> suck it in like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Oh, it stretches. <laughs> Too bad we don't have the webcam on. Yeah. Hi, everybody. How's it going? You know, I picked up a girl doing something like this once. You're shitting me. Nope. Well, we were at a restaurant, a group of friends. Mm-hmm. First time I met this girl. Mm-hmm. And I ordered uh, kielbasa. And she's like, I bet you can, you know, shove that down your throat. Turns out, I can. It's on, says Chuck. No one dares Chuck. No one dares me. <laughs> and uh, that impressed her enough to go out with me. <laughs> well, you have it. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for the bags of dicks. They're um... two bags of dicks from Jeff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I like them. They're they're pretty tasty. Yeah, they're pretty tasty. Well, they're gummy. They're, you know, I mean, honestly, it's candy, and I I can't say no to candy. There's a guy at my work who loves gummy anything. I wonder what happened if I take him this. Quietly, like, dump these, you know, in a little bowl by his desk. He's a bishop. Oh, that's even better. (laughs) The bishop. (laughs) I don't even tell him what it is. I'll just have the bag out there. Yeah. He won't even know. He'll just start eating them. It's like the bishop bag. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture there, including the mm, show plan. show notes. Okay. It's mildly unsettling. That someone was associating us with dicks? Well, no. That, that That's not terribly surprising under the circumstances. I know, right? I'm disappointed that no one has gone to one of Joe Pop's live performances yet and requested the dick song. Yeah. As yeah, you guys as we need know. To, you guys need to, you know... Get with the program here. I think him and I passed each other. Really? I mean, he's hard to miss. He's in a red bike with the freaking guitar case on the side. I kept my eyes open. Mm-hmm. But he was he was heading to Berkeley from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving Lake Tahoe mm-hmm. toward Carson City. Oh, okay. So we could conceivably pass each other. I'm, I'm guessing he's hard to miss. Yeah. The guitar case is definitely uh, definitely a giveaway. Well, I was wandering around Lake Tahoe looking for a a sign that said Zephyr Cove. Yeah, yeah. We gotta talk to uh, 
John, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he knows how this challenge thing works. Yeah, like that he's supposed to go do stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Bugs I would me, and he said, hey, I'm really sorry. My work schedule is out of control. I don't think I can do it. Damn. So I'm like, well, okay, whatever. But I haven't heard from John at all. So I don't know if his work schedule is out of control or our listeners are just kind of lame. Uh, eh, a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> I'm amazed we're keeping up. I am too. There are so many fucking rules to this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't... Every week, mm-hmm. I'm watching the posts coming from the, the admin, Natalie. And I, they like rules. I don't... It's so archaic. They're rule makers. It's weird. Uh, no argument. She, like, I am me in the middle of the night and was like, hey, I need you to pick a letter from last week. And I'm like, why? She's like, oh, it's part of the Flash Challenge thing. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I? I? She's like, okay, great. And then, like, the, the scores come out. I'm like, I don't even know what this means. How does this even do a thing? <laughs> what? what was this I know that we don't have as many points as everybody else. <laughs> we're, not, okay. we're losing, which is the only thing I care about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable indeed. Oh, well. Well, we're in third place. Yes. Which yes. is second loser? <laughs> yep. Well, there, there's worse ways to be than in third place. Yeah. We, you could own this bike. Saratoga 1977 GL 1000. Yeah. It looks nice. Doesn't it? That's a cool picture. Is that an actual picture it of the bike? It looks really nice, doesn't it? Look at the paint. And they did the, they did the blackout. So this is... This is, this is old... not the actual bike for sale, is it? What would give you that idea? Tell us about it, Chuck. It's a 1977 GL 1000 project bike. Uh-huh. $500. Or best offer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bike was running when a friend of mine decided to attempt to build the bike pictured. <laughs> I helped him tear it down, and then he lost interest. I just want it out of my driveway, title in hand. So, so yeah. So they went ahead and get, he threw for his main picture a picture of the uh, the bike that his friend wanted. His get. inspiration. His hopes and dreams. Does he have a picture of the bike? As it... Yes, he does. Oh, my God. Yep. And there it is with no back wheel. So it's not as tore, tore down as I was thinking. No, I was thinking it was worse. I was thinking it was in a box. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I got box vibes. But uh, I, yeah. I was thinking Zach and his box of parts mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's mainly bike. It's bikeish. There's there's rust, uh, generous rust here and there. Yeah, it's rusty. Yeah, yeah. They they went ahead and put some nice up shined up covers on it. But yeah, uh, it looked like they put new wires. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's clearly. It's got a ways to go. It's uh... of particular note is the fact that there are throttle cables hanging in space. <laughs> On the scale of one to, there's something really wrong inside there. That's well, right up there. If he only wants five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a. Uh... But it could be this bike. Note that it is not. Not. I helped him. To... Bike was running at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long ago. He I, tore it down. That, to me, is the real question here. <laughs> you know, How long being has honest, that been sitting How there? long has it been there? Oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. I'll just, I'm just going to come and work on it this weekend, bro. Yeah. 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 How long? Do I, I feel like I, like I kind of have, like, I feel like I need to take down this challenge. I feel like what I need to do is I need to get a shitbag bike and just leave it in your driveway. I just keep coming up with increasingly ridiculous excuses why I haven't come to get rid of it or move it. <laughs> and see how long I can do that for. Uh, well, no. 
Come on, it'll be funny. It'll be an experiment. I, For I, science. I know you. For science. You're telling me the experiment. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, have, you know who we'd need to do this to. Claire. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can see it now. He hey, can I just park this here for a little bit? Two points. Mm-hmm. A, he doesn't know. Uh-huh. Yep. B, he's got a smaller driveway than I do. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> in, we can put it somewhere that's just like a little inconvenient. Uh-huh. Like that he has to look at it, but it, it, it like makes it awkward to he get around to the side. He has to go by it every day. Yeah, yeah. With my driveway, it'd be pretty easy for me to just sweep just, it out of the way. Just sweep it into a corner and forget it exists. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Like the pallet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we need we need we need a shitbag bike in Claire's driveway. I like for this science. idea. For, yeah. We should get this shitbag bike. <laughs> I don't want to spend five hundred dollars. He says or best offer. We can offer him fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, if you're gonna, if you're down in the two hundred range, this is almost getting to the point where I'd be like, <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, and I could hear my somewhere somewhere. Then my wife goes, I <gasps> 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 won't be here, honey. It'll be at Claire's. It's going to Claire's. Claire's house. For science. It's for science. For science. This will clearly be a wedding present for Chuck at one time or another. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. wedding present. Yeah, there wedding. you go. Yeah, yeah Chuck needs yeah. it. Yeah. Chuck yeah. 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 I like it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Onward and up. Upwards. Upward. A 2002 Ural sidecar motorcycle for 4100 awful. <laughs> that a, seems like a really good seems price. Seems like it's in good shape. Yeah, it's a pretty good price. A 2002-year-old tourist, 750cc, four forward and one backwards, uh, 12,000 kilometers, so less than 8,000 miles. Within the last thousand, it had new rings, gaskets, and seals. New Herzog timing gears, along with a new high-output alternator, so it's been updated pretty well. That's Nipendeso. Cool. Yeah, that's what the newer ones after 2007 had. Less than 100 miles on new power arc ignition system. Wow, this person dumped a lot of money into it. Runs very well. Factory Euro toolkit, as well as all the spares I have. I have four other bikes, and although I love this quirky bike, I just don't have time to enjoy it. Send me an email for questions. Russia with machines and tooling from the 50s and 60s. Although it's a 2000... Oh, this is them, them copying the Euro stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very capable, up to 65 miles an hour. It is definitely not happy cruising at that speed. <laughs> I, I, I like the next sentence. If you are not mechanically inclined, I wouldn't recommend this bike to you. If you own a decent set of tools and know how to use them, you'll enjoy wrenching. Making adjustments as needed to this modern-day time capsule. <laughs> uh, Translation, now, breaks all the fucking time. Now, he says, I have four other bikes. I don't have time for this bike. Mm-hmm. But at the bottom of this ad, he says, possible motorcycle trades considered. <laughs> Aha! This is not a trap. This is not at all a trap. This is this. This just went from like a kind of an okay deal to something is fishy. Trap. Something is rotten. Absolutely in the state a trap of Denmark. Yes. I mean, the pictures look good. They look good. They look real good. But then again, even if a Ural is like barely running, yeah, shine it up shine and it up. looks freaking great, right? I mean, this is it's the nature of a Ural. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll look cool. But yeah, I uh, I uh, I wonder. I just wonder. I don't know how well euros do value wise. Does forty one hundred seem fair that for seem that wacko. old bike? Yeah. If it's running okay, it doesn't seem wacko. Okay, you know, and it's not like rusted out or something. It's not like wacko low. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I I bought mine for a little under seven, and sold it for slightly over seven. No, actually, I think I sold it for about what I bought it for. Okay. Yeah, it was a two thousand seven. But I mean, if it's running and it's going okay, eh, it might might be okay for that. Okay. Now I I as I look at this, I look and I look and I can't stop thinking. 
I have a hard time believing a bike that old looks this good. <laughs> like I just I did my suspect combined yeah, with the a, combined with the I want to trade for a motorcycle. There's my my radar is on. This is a 15 year old bike. Yeah, my with antenna 8, are up. miles. Yeah, something's not quite. Something doesn't add up. I can't put my finger on what. And it could be it's nothing. It could be he just wants to get rid of it. I need a new tire for the rear on my Euro. Yeah. I gotta swap the spare and then just get the wheel off. Yeah, that's the easiest thing to do. Swap the spare on and then take the wheel someplace. Yeah, the tire's getting bald. You could bring it to Crazy Todd's. Tire changing emporium. I need to get a tire. Yeah. I could bring it to Crazy Todd's. Mm -hmm. I'd be okay with that. Okay. Crazy Todd owes me favors. That's right. (laughs) Some of them of a sexual kind. Uh, (laughs) Here's a dick. I like the schoolgirl uniform, Crazy Todd. Here's a dick. No, let's let's go back to talking Japanese. Oh my God, what happened to this dick? I don't know. It's got it's got something wrong with it. This dick. That's not. That's not. That's not looking right. This is something's gone horribly wrong. Pictures of this dick end up in the Navy manual they give you before you (laughs) land in Japan. (laughs) GIs, this could happen to you. (laughs) Oh my God, I'll still eat it. Balls first. Mm. Next. Next. A 2007. Gixxer 1000 Grudge Bike. Grudge Bike. Why? I don't know. $20,000? Yeah. Well, look at it. It's got swing arm. I mean, that's like, that's like easily like, that's probably like $6,000 of Gixxer and like $14,000 of swing arm. That's like a five foot swing arm. There's that, that swing arm is long as my car, man. Holy crap. You probably need like two chains put together to attach to that. <laughs> more, more than that. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Gixxer 1000, clean title of hand. This is a crazy fast, crazy fast drag race bike. Mm. Well, at least he's upfront about that. Mm-hmm. For your information, I'm not answering any questions about parts or eighth or quarter mile times. If mm. you have the cash and you're a serious buyer, I'll give you all the details you need to know in depth and show you the slips in person. I'll even put the bike on a dyno so you can can see the power it puts down. This bike was built with all top-of-the-line parts, spared absolutely no expense. It has almost twice as much invested in it than my asking price. You won't find a better deal for this type of speed anywhere. You couldn't build the bike. Blah, blah, blah. For stuff. Yep. Uh, He's willing to take a Harley Bagger, Kawasaki H2, or a C6 Corvette with a trade value of at least $25,000. Not interested in anything else at this time. Mm-hmm. Why? Although he's not interested in anything else, but here's the part that I'm questioning. Mm-hmm. Keywords of Honda's uh, everything. everything, basically. Everything that's a sport bike. Everything that's a sport bike is in the keywords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so he's willing to trade it for a bike. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to ride this Do you thing think anymore. He's, yeah, the trouble is it's 20 grand, so it's like, you know, what's he... What's he What's he really expect? And it's so specialized, hyper specialized. It's got a car. It's got a slick on the back. Um, it has that ridiculous swing arm. Uh huh. What looks to be a nitrous oxide system. Yeah, if I'm looking at it right. Um, uh, has no seat to speak of. Well, why would you need a seat? Weight. weight. Yeah. Right. Seats <laughs> just weight. We said you could have two pillows. <laughs> it's a. It's, and it's got all the swing arm. It's a such a specialized bike. Mm-hmm. It is nowhere near street legal. 
We'll go fast in straight line. What else? I don't understand the question. <laughs> this is this is a hard question. I said it goes fast in a straight line. The grudge bike. Oh wait, never... wait, wait! No, it mm-hmm. does do two things. Mm-hmm. It can go a quarter mile, mm-hmm. or it can go an eighth of a mile. Oh, <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that. It's dual purpose. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, it's one of those dual sport bikes. <laughs> it's a dual sport bike. Wow. Okay. It, it's All a right. dual hyper sport bike. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's uh, hyper dual. It's clearly a grudge bike, though. Why you, you grudge? I don't know. I really don't. Are you supposed to like? Is that you're like you're like I'm gonna get you. I'll meet you outside after school. We'll race for pinks. Race for pinks, yeah. and they see that, and they're like, ah, got go. No, I really appreciate about this bike. Looking at the picture, what's that? Comes with a cup holder. Oh, it does. It's a couple in the middle <laughs> right, swing arm. Right by the rear tire. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Good place to put your put your drink. Yeah. You put your big gulp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you're riding in a perfectly straight line down State Street, and I mean like a perfectly straight line, like if you diverge from that straight line, things are going to go bad. Yeah. Um, you know, it could it could work. Well, if you spent... Have you, have you spent time at drag strips? No. You spent a lot of time waiting. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of time sitting around waiting. Waiting for So the... you got your big gulp and that cup mm-hmm. holder. Yep. <laughs> the guy next to you doesn't have a big gulp and he's like, oh, man. I got a grudge against you now. Oh, man. And you're like, that's why it's the grudge bike. One of my favorite One of my favorite things is look how freaking high the front forks are in the, in the uh, triple trees. Yeah. It's like a foot up in the triple trees. Uh, why? That's the part that I'm a little I'm a little foggy about. I mean, it's to make the front end go lower, but it seems like that would make the steering like majorly squirrely. Yeah, you don't steer. Right, but but that's the point. Is it won't go in a straight line as easy. Oh, you okay? You don't think it would? I don't know. I mean, unless there's some other modifications, I'm not clear on. I mean, it, it's clearly like you say, hyper specialized. You know, with chains out in the open because who cares? Yeah, it's just weight. It's just weight. But he's yeah. got the bare minimum he needs just mm-hmm. for for the air. Yep. Here, this will make airflow around me. It seems to have a bigger than usual butt for that purpose. Like the rear cowling appears to be made to be more fish-like. As mm. does the front, actually, as I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's uh That's a bike. It's That's a, a thing. It's a drag bike. That's it's a darn sure. It's a drag bike. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's see where the place is. Yeah, it's it's the it's. I, a, I guess if you want a drag bike, this would be a place to go. Yeah. And who knows? This might even be typical for that that cut when you get into that strat atmosphere of yeah of other specialized racers. Yeah. Do they do they, do they have bought the, the not posting times and stuff makes my me scratch my head. He doesn't want to waste time with people who are just looky loose. Yeah, looky loose. But like, why not brag about the times? So yeah, it know. seems to me like you know this thing's mad fast. It's you know I'll show you the slips in person. He doesn't want to sit there and talk on the phone with people who aren't serious. Could be. Could be. Bruh. This isn't the first drag monster he's sold. Could be. He's like building a hyper, hyper model now. Yes, the, the draggier drag bike. The draggier grudge this, to... This is, like, this is like the old guy who's always working at Motorhead on, on bikes there. Grudgier. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's this one's not grudgy enough. Not grudgy enough. No, we need more grudge. He, he lost a grudge. Yeah. He has, his grudge is actually against this bike because he, uh, he got, he got, he, he got, got served. He got beat. Yeah. It's bad. He's going to call us. I didn't get beat. I didn't get beat. Beat me on the track. Beat me on the track. 
Chuck shows up on the sprint. He's like, hey, guy, <laughs> I got a new bike. <laughs> you can't beat me on a sprint. It's a new bike. It's pretty cool, right? I put drag bars on it. <laughs> uh, why is it making that noise? Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> we're going to just race street bikes, right? Yeah. I'll just street bikes. Cool. Stock. Stock. Street bikes. <laughs> Right? Just like in Biker Boys. <laughs> Just like in Biker Boys. Here's my yellow bandana. Got a jacket. It says Yoshi. Hey, you can't wear that Yoshi jacket. That's not stuck. <laughs> yeah. That kanji on your bike, son? Mm, yeah. count. Only for horsepower, not for torque. I won't be able to. I'll have to have you ride it. <laughs> I've got too many kanji tattoos to ride, race this bike. Do you have any tattoos? N- no. <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> I'm just going to wear this suit all the time. <laughs> Three piece suit. Here we go. So nice. <laughs> what does that say? What does what say? The windshield. Uh, I think it's some sort of like a, I think it's this race pint number? or something. I think it's like race numbers or something like that or designations. I, okay. I don't know. It's something else. I mean, this is, this is somebody had a plan in mind and they made it happen with this bike. Looks like a very well, well execution, well done execution of their plan. Mm-hmm. This is the bike that actually the Billies with the long swing arms are dreaming about. <laughs> this they're is like, the bike they're, they're envisioning when oh, they do it to theirs. Man. Oh, someday. I'm just like that cool drag bike. <laughs> but I never see him out here. What do I? <laughs> he never rides his bike here this to the gas Chinese station. Thing. I don't understand. He doesn't come to the kickstand because he's we, afraid. We want him to come, but he, we've invited him three times. He's afraid of my gig, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. That's, that's the real the real answer. The grudge bike is frightened. Mm-hmm. It's very frightened. So I got to ride with a listener, finally. Oh, well, well I, I, I did not yep. get to ride with anybody. Yep. <laughs> So, okay, tell us about it. So, uh, Adrian is uh, traveling around the country. He's out for like a month or so. Okay. Um, so, he's heading up through Salt Lake City. So, I met up with him. Um, met up with him downtown. And I, so, I pull into where his hotel is. And there's a there's a kind of raggedy looking, you know, like it's got bed liner on it. And it's really dirty tiger with side cases on it. I'm like, that's probably him. I'll park next to that. <laughs> and as I'm walking inside, I'm thinking to myself, I hope that's him. What if it's him? What if it wasn't? And I'm all worrying about this. I'm like, it was, fortunately. Okay, yeah. I'm, like, I'm all like, oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> Some guy. Were there any other bikes in the parking lot? Yeah, there were a couple, actually. Okay. But that was the one I was like, that seems right. <laughs> that's you know? the rat baggiest looking that's, bike. That seems like the one that's going on a big trip. That's you know, the right. others the others were awful clean. You know? they were... Clearly, this guy listens to us. Yeah, this just seems like <laughs> dirty enough to be one of our listeners. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so we uh, we grabbed some. Uh, we went up and did some lunch in uh, at uh, Ruth Ruthie's in uh, Immigration Canyon. Nice, you know, local greasy spoon. Yeah. And I was so we're up there, and we pull into Ruth's at one o'clock on a Saturday, and there's a parking spot, which just doesn't happen. I'm like, wow, this is a sign. We go inside. We get a table in like a minute, which okay. also just doesn't happen at that place. Okay. I'm like, wow, this is weird. I have come to the conclusion that Adrian is the ultimate good luck charm. <laughs> So we head up. We head up immigration. I'm, I'm thinking this is going to suck because there's a guy in a Hayabusa in front of us, and every time it's straight, he blasts off. And of course, we of come course, to the corners, and I just do. come piling up on top of him in every single corner, like, Bang! On the, and then he blasts off again. On, on, on the strong, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm, and I'm not even like pushing it. 
But he's just, he sucks. So he's stopping at every corner <laughs> and, and wobbling his way through upright. Yeah, Adrian and I are just like, right up on him. We finally get away from him and get away from the cars. And a fucking Goldwing pulls out in front of us. And I'm like, God, this is just going to be the day. This is going to be how it is all fucking day long. Right. And the Goldwing comes up to the passing zone in front of East Canyon. He's going 40. And he speeds up to fucking 70. I was like, I am going, I, I will, I will this murder. This is a nice straight place. I will murder all that you love. <laughs> straight place I can just burn, just drive. Yeah, here we yeah. go. So the next passing zone, we passed him. Okay. There was, there was not a lot of argument at that point about the pass <laughs> that occurred. Fuck you. <laughs> My hands were busy. <laughs> There's a little gearbox rowing going on for that pass. <laughs> so we passed him, and then we let off a little extra speed. <laughs> but here's where it got crazy. So we then proceeded up East Canyon on a Saturday in the afternoon, okay. and there were no cars the entire way up. No oh. other traffic the entire way up. Nice. We get up to the top, we take some pictures, which I posted on the site, mm -hmm. and we go down the other side, and there's no fucking traffic the entire way down the other side of East Canyon, which just doesn't happen. Wow. We turn on the Jeremy Road, we go down the Jeremy Road, no traffic. We have the whole road to ourselves. You know, like there's occasionally like a car like going mm -hmm. parked on the side and like some runners. Mm -hmm. But other than that, we're going down the Jeremy Road. By the way, Anna Key 3 is not a great dirt tire. Not really pleased with the way those worked. Strom was floating. Well, you were clearly going at the posted limit. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. Um, posted. Posted. Limit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah. At all times. So we come out of there and we get into Park City and we're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go over Guardsman. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to warn you now. Guardsman's going to be loaded with people. It's going to be a sightseeing operation, right? Like, we're just going to, this is there to see the pretty stuff. Uh -huh. We go up the back of Deer Valley. Nobody. Or at least there's a truck, and he moves out of the way. <laughs> which just doesn't happen. <laughs> so we get all the way up Guardsman, road to ourselves, we get over the top of Guardsman, and we're coming down into Big Cottonwood, and there's cars in front of us. And then the car pulls off the side. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is not, it's, it's, it's like, like. Does Adrian look intimidating? I, no, it's, it's just a random dude on it with, you know, like a, like a textile jacket on a tiger okay. and he's behind me anyway. You sure he didn't have a handgun? I don't know. He might've been waving a handgun around. <laughs> man, everybody was just like real polite and everybody's getting out of the way. And they, we get down and we, you know, we eventually hit traffic in Big Cottonwood. We got a good chunk of the way down before we hit traffic. It, I was like, this You have is, to hit traffic in you, Big You always hit traffic You have to. It just, you must. But yeah, it was bizarre. Wow. It was just bizarre. So if you get a chance to ride with Adrian, do so. Because apparently he's like, <laughs> he's got this like vibe of like, I, I feel like I shouldn't be on this road. I should leave. Open roads. <sighs> okay. Well, that's it was bizarre. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It was yeah. a good ride. It was fun. We had a good time. I went on a ride. Yeah. Yeah. I took off for uh, Redding, California. Mm-hmm. Um, to interview this week's guest while he was working on the seat for the BMW. All right, so I'm here in Redding, California at the home of Lamb Seats with Seth Lamb. Lamb, right? Seth Lamb. Correct. Lamb. How you doing, Seth? I'm doing fantastic. Yourself? I am uh, I'm here on time finally for my appointment for the, the seat making. Drinking Monster Energy at uh, 9.55 a.m. Clearly on time because we had scheduled this for Saturday and, yeah. and not yesterday, yeah. which... I'm, I'm the first we're day off. Mm. I am bad at calendars, but you know, thanks for taking like taking care of me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Things uh, happened, you know. Uh, you know, we we accommodated you, you know. Yeah, and built like a whole seat for my bike in like six six and a half hours. That was pretty amazing. And how was the seat? Uh, so far, the seat's been pretty cool. Yeah. No uh, sliding forward. I no mean, you've only gone four and a half miles on it. So. Yeah, I've only done about five miles. So okay. no sliding around. My my butt is a lot happier. Okay. 
Well, time will tell, right? Time will tell, because uh, I'll have to ride it back to Utah. Okay. And I have two solid days with that other, the other seat, their stock seat, or whatever the hell he did. Mm-hmm. Gel pack. Let's start there. What What is someone thinking when they go into their stock seat and they cord out and they put it in a bicycle seat? Just. That it sucks <laughs> and they're willing to do anything. So, yeah, we see some pretty desperate seats, I guess you can say. So, I mean, we've seen it all from duct tape to newspaper to all sorts of different colored foams to, uh, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I would give it a try and, I'm, you know, we've, we've seen it all. I mean, there's it's certain wild stuff in there. Because I was thinking about it later when I was riding this thing out. It felt like there were rails right under my ass on both sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering now if it's because they had cut that out in that shape and I'm just feeling the edges of the hard foam. Probably more along the lines of the, the sides of the seat. So that, that bicycle pad that was in there was pretty pretty small. You should take a picture of that and, and share that with uh, whoever you want. But, uh, you know, it's still pretty small. It was still within the confines of your, your butt. So, But okay. the sides of the seat, you know, was very flat, and then it just drops right off. So a lot of people, even on a stock seat, would have the same complaints okay. of, of that. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, who knows? It's probably better than a stock seat, to tell you the truth. With the with the jump yeah. pad in there. Okay. Anything's better than that GS seat. <laughs> So, it's a step in the right direction, right, Jay? Yeah. 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 What, what's the weirdest thing you've seen in a seat like that? Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. I've seen. I've. I mean, through many years of doing this, I've. I've. I'd like to say I've seen it all. But uh, yeah, I mean, just stuff like that. People whittling it down. Um, you know, jeez. I, I wouldn't even know. A lot of people use uh, all sorts of stuff. You know, carpet foam for your house to you know gel packs to. Cooler foam, yeah, I've seen some cooler foam, like styrofoam, actual styrofoam before. Okay. That was actually pretty recent. That was neat. How about the, oh, how about um, the spray foam stuff that hardens up? Yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen uh, somebody, uh, yeah, expansion foam, that great yeah. stuff. Yeah, Actually, some guy sent a seat in many, many years ago who uh, took a stock seat completely apart uh, and uh, used the great stuff and then re-sculpted it. So, but it's rock hard. It wasn't comfortable, obviously, <laughs> so... I was uh, there to try to fix that one, and ultimately, uh, you know, I don't work on stuff that's, you know, that bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is it a lot, is it a lot more work to try to redo something like that? Yeah, you know, it's hard to start with a base layer, so um, a lot of people uh, think we just throw the stock foam away, and then we have a plug, you know, and it doesn't work that way. So a stock seat has nooks and crannies, and, you know, it's a molded seat, so we, you know, we... we Try to use the stock seat as much as possible. So around the gas tank, leading edges, sides of the seat, nothing fits like an OEM product. Mm -hmm. So we want to keep that uh, as much stock as possible. And then just kind of like what we did, embed into your seat, cut your seat down, rebuild it up, you know, put the, you know, wings on it, stuff like that. All right. Let's roll it back a little bit. Yeah, let's go. Where did this unhealthy obsession with ass come from? Well, it started at an early age, you know, probably right from birth. (laughs) <laughs> no, um, it's just something that, uh, you know, motorcycles in general has is, is always just been uh, something that's been fascinating. How I got doing it was probably just like your, your average story of, of uh, what you probably do. It just, it's, uh, it just happened. You know, there's no other, you know, word to describe it. You know, it's... it's uh, How long have you been riding? Well, I've been riding my first motorcycle. I was probably probably about nine years old and I had a little five horsepower Briggs and Stratton bike um, and uh, first bike I ever rode was that one and I to- totally wrecked it 
put my teeth through my lip. I was hooked. So it started with that, <laughs> wrecked it really bad, really bad. A little centrifugal clutch on it. My uncle told me, be careful. And I grabbed a handful and just supermaned off the back of it, no joke. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, started there. And I had that little guy, got into a lot of trouble with it. Um, my grandfather had a, a big 100-plus acre ranch out in the middle of nowhere, so I was free to range on that. And then... Uh, oh, that's badass. Yeah, I was probably... It was probably 10, 9, 9 or 10. And, uh, now, is that in Reading, too? Or is, are it's you a little like town a, called Cottonwood, Cottonwood. So it's okay. about 30-minute drive south of here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're pre- this has like pretty much been your world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very much so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go on. You're, you're... Oh, yeah. And then, I, then my grandfather bought me a YZ80, and I was about 11 years old. And that thing was, that thing did like four, 500 miles an hour. And I've always been very... So your grandfather and, was trying to kill you? Yeah. All right. Well, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't leave him alone. I want a dirt bike every day. I want a dirt bike. I want a dirt bike. I want a dirt bike. You know, a neighbor kid had one. I want a dirt bike. So he just bought one to shut me up and had a lot of fun on that one. And then I took a break, um, rode that for a couple of years and, you know, two stroke blew it up. And, and uh, I didn't own another bike probably since I was like 12 to 19, I think, you know. 18, yeah, and then, then I bought my Jixer. Oh, you were a Billy. Oh, yeah. What's you a Billy? Billy is the... I'll just say, yeah. yeah, I'm a Billy. It's sort of like the teenage kid, the stereotypical teenage kid with a sport bike. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snapback cap. No, no yeah. never been a hat guy, but everything else, yeah. Corona tank top. Don't wear jorts. Don't wear jean shorts. None of that applied to me. But, yeah, I was... Uh, wanted a sport bike who doesn't want a sport bike right. when you're that at young? 18 so, yeah 19. but i bought a 600 i didn't buy a 1000 okay so i'm smart enough or 750 <laughs> so <laughs> i didn't have the money but. <laughs> yeah it was there but um yeah so uh nice. started right now and i rode that thing i put 30 32 34 000 miles on that thing in just a couple years now did were you riding that bike around thinking I don't like this seat. Oh, no. Well, I didn't like the bike. It wasn't comfortable. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, you're willing to do a lot of things to be cool. Right, yeah. You you're know? like, why do I have to ride around like I'm humping a football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I rode that. I did a lot of touring, believe it or not. Uh, rode, I mean, I rode that thing. I rode up to all over. I mean, mm-hmm. all over. But then I was, you know, had that for a couple of years, started getting smarter, and then bought a real bike that I can actually sit on. Like a ZX-14. Oh, all right. <laughs> the, the search for more power. Yeah, I went to 600 to 1400. So, uh, yeah. As you do. As you do. As you do. But yeah, I, lo- I got a KLR 650. Love that. Love adventure riding. So, okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like your vibe now is more like the touring adventure. Yeah. I bought a DRZ 400. Um, not the Super Motard, the, you know, the Dual Sport 1. And uh, went on a trip with a buddy who had a KLR 650. And we went camping in the woods and had some beers. Actually, it was tequila. It was just awesome. It was Killed a great experience. Hitchhiker. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Yeah, but I mean, no. yeah we just kind of uh, got bit by that, and I just like adventure riding. Although I haven't been on a motorcycle trip in two and a half years. Um, it's been about two and a half years. All right. So how did you get into the seat modifying, customizing, what do you want to call it? Yeah, building motorcycle seats, long-distance touring seats. So I, I met a fella who was... Um, I met a fella who's, uh, how do I word this? He had $20. <laughs> he had $20 and I didn't. So no, I met a fella who, um, whose dad was like the pioneer of um, long distance touring seats. He was like the original creator of if you want to ride long distance, 
I'm the guy to see because I'm the only guy to see, and he was really good at it. Mm-hmm. So uh, and that's the original, you know, mayor, uh, Bill Mayer. Okay. So he's kind of the the pioneering uh, guy in long distance touring. Um, you know, built a hell of a product, and mm-hmm. to this day, you can still kind of get one uh, through RDL, and yeah. you know, they make a, a hell of a product. Yeah. So I mean, it all kind of trickled down. So I met I met one of his sons, who um, at the time. Um, was just starting out doing things and we collaborated together and had a good run for about a decade and then uh so you just kind of fell into just it. fell into it yeah all right right out of high school so immediately right after high school um was going to college met him through uh through that and yeah the rest is history yeah you know? so you and it wasn't a full-time job obviously in the very beginning right it was more of a Hey, let's build a seat this week. So how long has you, you've been in business as, as Lambs? For myself, I've been in business since 2012. So 12, so five 13, years. 14, 15. So five years. This is my fifth year in business. Wow. Yeah. For myself. Okay. But a lot of experience before that. So was, were you, because I've noticed when I'm looking in your shop, you're really busy. Yeah, I think I'd like to think we're all busy, but yeah, you know, the, a little fun fact is, is uh, you know, most of what I did for over a decade, how we found our business was um, not necessarily advertising, you know, in the magazines per se, but most of our business was actually uh, working, you know, the shows, going to the uh, International Motorcycle Show, we do mm-hmm. Chicago, uh, we do, um, you know, little rallies around here, you know, the John Day, uh, very awesome, famous rally. I worked a lot of rallies for many, many years uh, doing that. We would always do the international uh, BMW MOA rally every year. Um, so we'd have to, point of it is, we'd have to really um, go out and, and uh, get business that way. Kept us booked, you know, two, three months out of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've just been fortunate enough to stay extremely busy. And we haven't had to do any shows, any advertising. Um, and it's because of my customers. It's because people like yourself, um, you know, it works both ways. So we build a great product, uh, I'd like to believe, anyways. Yeah, you hold on to that. That's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Slowly slipping away. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we've been fortunate enough to where most of our business is all... Um, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. People out there on the forum. So the Internet is, is you know, a blessing and a curse. So, um, you know, it can work both ways. You know, there's some ruthless people out there. But um, you just got to take the good with the bad. But yeah, um, how we stay busy, very busy, like you said, you know, we... Uh, yeah, you look, so were, you people. were doing shows as lamb seats? No, 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 this is, this this is before. This before, yeah. okay. So how we're busy is just, uh, again... You just, you struck out and you just started saying, hey, I do seats and... Yeah, you know, it, I just, I basically I left one day. One day I, I just left. Mm-hmm. I went to work and, and then I came right back home. Um, and then I said, you know, um, I don't have a job. <laughs> And uh, I had a little money in savings, and I built a shop on my property. Yeah. And you see it right there. And, um, uh, yeah, I just I didn't have any seats to do because I, I didn't have any seats to do. But I just knew that, you know, if you build it, they will come. Great movie. Uh, right, E.T., right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E.T. 2. E.T. 2, right. E.T. 2. The search for more candy. The search um, continues. Candy. Yeah. The search for more candy. Okay, so uh, if you were doing a show... Mm-hmm. Are you like building seats at a show? Or are you selling pre-done seats? Or yeah, we kind of set up. You know, I, I've never done it for myself, but just saying, kind of the background of you know the history of you know working with other companies. Uh-huh. Most of them do work shows, um, except for Russell. They're 
they're they don't need to either. So yeah, they have the name. They have that you know solid. They've been like around for a long you time. You and Russell are, are the names I hear like constantly being kind of compared to each other. Absolutely, they're, they're There's, comparable. You, you can't get, forget about um, you know. Uh, Todd sleeps on his Russell. It's weird. It's it's a great it's a great product. I mean you, I mean it's it's been around. He for takes a long his pants time. off before he sits on his bike. It's it's very very unsettling. That's disgusting. You know, I, I got to meet this Todd. <laughs> it is really Todd. bad. Yeah. <laughs> he he loves the hell out of that thing. I bet. Like a yeah, it's a great. We, you know, you can't go wrong with 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 a Russell. So, and I'll tell all my customers that any any anybody, it's a great product. Um, and there's other good products out there as well. So, I mean, yeah. we're just in a very small market. There's not a whole lot. It's pretty much slim pickings for, you know, um, you know, touring seats. You know, I'm very open. I'm a very honest guy. So I don't mind you know mentioning the other people and they do great work you've seen a bill mayor that i'm working on in there mm -hmm. you know so you got bill mayor great product which is also the son of uh the original mayor okay so uh great john mayor as well. right yeah. john mayor john mayor i don't, I don't like Hello. john mayor's music but anyways <laughs> <laughs> interview's done we're, at, we're we're through here yeah i gotta go gotta go gotta go there's five minutes <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, there's, there, it's pretty much slim pickings. That's why you probably hear my name mentioned, you know. I mean, there's there's basically four of us. So it's, okay. you know, obviously you're going to hear my name from time to time. Yeah, it's, that's how I found you as a listener who just posted on our Facebook page after I bought the GS saying, mm -hmm. hey, go look up Lamb Seats. Yeah. And I was just like, well, it's not Todd's seat. So, yeah, I, I can look into that. Absolutely. That's good, yeah. You can't be a you know follower. I, I can't copy Todd. I can't do, it, he would never let me live that shit down. Yeah. Ever. It would just, that smugness that just, he radiates. It's, I can't speak for him. I haven't met him yet, but I uh, thought. You can feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it coming through the waves. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, hope, hopefully it's, uh, hopefully the seat we built for you last night, late last night. Um, Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. You know, you, you, you what go, uh, let me ask you, yeah. why do you, the OEMs, the BMW, the Suzuki, the Yamahas, why are they uncomfortable? Yeah, why are they making their seats like that when they're, they're those are obviously touring bikes? Well, yeah, well, what you find comfortable is not going to be comfortable for the next guy. Who finds so that so comfortable? So, there's a lot of people go if you go on the forums, you know, there's a lot of people who I, I don't know what you guys are whining about. You know, the seats fine for me. So what works for you doesn't you know work necessarily work for the next guy. Yeah, we build seats for people who are in their 70s. You know, older older people who've never had a you know a long distance touring seat or you know comfortable seat at that rate. And, you know, they're just like, I'm going to try it. What the hell? You know, I've been riding for 40 years, and yeah. I've never had a problem. There's just people out there who don't have any complaints, but if the, they're not going to invest money in a, you know, a pocketed, comfortable seat. They're not going to get the return on it. And again, even if they did, that seat that we build for you today is not going to work for, you know, a guy who's, you know, my, my size. You right. Know, it's just... Because I'm fat. They're just... Well... <laughs> He pointed it out several times yesterday as we were going through this healthy, process. Healthy, you're like, healthy. You're, you're, you know, you're you're a great big fat ass. So there's not enough foam in my shop to build this seat for you. We're gonna have to get more foam. Yeah. <laughs> what goes into building a seat? What happens? So I rolled in, mm -hmm. and you had me sit late. on the bike. Rolled in you, late. You trade? Yeah, I rolled, rolled in late. I rolled in late, but uh, uh, we covered that. Yeah. I was late. I was 200 miles. I think miles it was like late. two two thirty. Yeah, by the way. I was I was two hundred miles away. We're de we're definitely done by two thirty. I mean, we worked from about five to three. Oh wow! But, uh, but thanks for that. Let's go. What's that's, what's question? Uh, Next I feel question. so bad now. Do you, you really you work don't. five to three? Yeah, we, I wake up early, so I try to beat the beat the heat. Um, okay. You know, it's production, so we try to cut in 
the seats, you know, the night before, a couple days before, a week before, and then grind them out in the morning, which you're a witness. If I we weren't bullshitting so much, it's still going to be a four-hour process, right. you know. Um, we were talking a lot. And you see how fast I work. Yeah, So um, you were just... That's the downfall. So it's, the downfall is, is it's, it's kind of hard for me to compete with a lot of other companies because of the timing, the time frame. So that's our number one uh, huge negative or huge red mark. Is what do you mean? Just being behind, constantly behind. Okay. So um, Because it takes you It takes a long so time long to, build to build one of my seats. Okay. And it's the whole process. I mean, there's, I wish Jesse over here was mic'd up. He's a huge part of the, the process. And we were just talking about it a couple weeks ago. You know, it's how we do our covers. Um, you know, he, and he's a king of, of, of doing um, you know, covers. Maybe you should mic up after this and get his perspective on what he does. Because <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. He's a big, he's, he's very Our, our amazing uh, podcast dollars can only afford two mics. Yeah, so. okay. Well, he's, <laughs> he's not important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was the guy who was sleeping all the day. 2.30, 2.30. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a big, long process And what I was getting at. It's a big, big, long process. Okay. And the end result is something that is, I can give you a lifetime warranty. So there's nobody out there who's going to give you a lifetime warranty. Okay. So the reason why I give you the lifetime warranty is not necessarily the materials that I put in there, although they're the best that I can find. Um, and we all pretty much use the same materials, so that's not the reasoning behind it. It's right. not the materials. It's the build, the time that I put into the build, making sure that you know they're hand-sculpted, hand-ground, mm-hmm. that everything is level, uh, everything is neat, the, the, the stitching is is perfect as it can be mm-hmm. i don't rush anything um never ever never have mm-hmm. so the end result is it's a waiting process um and trust me i want to build a seat for everybody it's my passion but it does wear me wear me down because people are you know they want it they want it now and i understand i wouldn't want to be off my motorcycle sure um you know sometimes you know we have their seats for three weeks you know and we're expected to have for two weeks or sometimes we have it a month in the wrong time of season and we you know we don't overbook but we do get behind because of every seat you know i could be doing a harley full dresser flhd with backrest dual backrest that's going to take two days so i'm on i'm four seats behind already wow so all right that again getting the point of it is is that's where we get that's where we suck it's our scheduling you know so it's definitely a wait but i'd like to think not so booking the ride in is worth the wait. <laughs> so booking the ride in is a better idea. Yeah, and, as long and how, as you show up on the right day at the right you, time. How we do ride ins is you need to be on time, <laughs> which is the right date. You have to be here by seven fifty nine, because even if I start at eight, you're going to be here until two uh-huh. on your seat. You know, um, because it's a process. We cut into the seat, we glue, and you know, even though I work really fast and and we work really fast. Um, Again, you know, it just takes a long time. So has Jesse been with you, like, since day one on this? No, Jesse, Jesse, uh, I had I had a, a really good um, guy that worked for me for s- about seven years underneath me at a previous company. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's much prettier. Wow. Uh, no. Jesse's a good-looking man, too. We always, he's always wearing a tank top, you know, so we always say, put him up, flex him up for us. You know, wow. we always give him a, a bad time. I'll right. give him a shout-out. His name's Brendan Frost, uh, awesome guy. Uh, worked for me for for quite some time. Um, really good friends. He was working a regular job. Um, basically, cut him loose. He got a new job. He's doing excellent, better than he ever did with me. Um, 
so yeah, I brought Jesse on about two and a half, two years ago. When did you get out of the... Two years, two years of full-time, yeah. two and a half. When did you get out of the Marine Corps? 14. Op 14. Op 14. Op 14. You got to say op. My grandpa would say op everything. everything okay. Op 3. Op. It doesn't matter. All Who right. wants op 4 cheeseburgers? All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, 2014, um, and he started in 2000, and, I mean, pretty much within that year. 15, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, he's, he's been with me, known him since grade school. Um mm-hmm. We're basically, you know, in a sense, brothers. So we work together. Uh, kind of sucks because, you know, we like to hang out, but we don't like to hang out anymore because we work together. Yeah, you're, so. you're, you're all day together. It's so. definitely, I mean, the love's gone a long time ago. You know, it used to be a love-hate relationship. Now it's just like, I got to go. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> I need that, need that check. All right. So, yeah, Jesse started... Um, that and uh, fast learner. Uh, he has uh, in uh, you know previous. Uh, he's, he's a marine, so he had some uh, previous uh, expertise in rigging. Would you call it? Yeah. So yeah, he was uh, uh, worked on uh, you know parachutes, things of that nature. Uh, mm-hmm. Ran uh, re- you know ran a uh, sewing machine, did repairs. Okay. So you know a yeah. lot different. What he did save people's lives, or lives were on the line. You know, right. we're just making asses happy. <laughs> <laughs> but still, sewing machine skills, yeah. it's, it works. So yeah, we we got him training. He's a huge, huge <laughs> important. He's just shaking his head no. <laughs> You're so completely different on the level that they have to be. Yeah, you got to ask him. Parachutes to these seats because yeah. parachute it just needs to be done correctly. His seat has to be very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> So the parachute basically is what he's saying could look like shit. Yeah, but as long as, yeah, as long as it holds. No one cares. No one cares. Uh, so next you're, you're just making parachutes with dicks in them all day long. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. If he had it his way, yeah. So then, yeah. If they weren't watching, <laughs> they weren't watching. Yeah. Big, so big, let's big roll dick. back. What, what what starts with a seat? So someone rolls up, someone sends you a seat. What do you need? Well, how was your experience? You know, we always fit you. You know, we have you sit on the bike yeah, and I make yeah, a little mark. Yeah, you sit on the bike. You made fun of me for about a good 25 minutes. Actually, I didn't make funny at that point. I was just <laughs> like, oh, hi. It's 2.30 or 2 o'clock or oh whatever it was. Oh, my fucking God. We covered but, this. Uh, you waited two hours to call me, mm-hmm. I, I will say. Well, you, at that rate, I mean, I was hoping you were dead. But <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people. That list is long yeah. and not exclusive. So you, you, but yeah, you uh, so we measured, my, measured you, you measured and a lot of me, people. You sit on the bike, you traced it out. Yeah, yeah, get, get your uh, pocket placement. A lot of people will say, well, you know, uh, how do you, you know, 90% of our business is mail order. So, right, so how do you um, do that? That's always a question. Do you take a, pick, a mold of my ass, and, and how am I going to do that? It's like, no, no, please, please, no. Can I please send you please a mold no. of my ass? <laughs> uh, yeah, just um, in the, without being there it. in person, getting, um, just talking to the customer. Um, you know, photos help somewhat sometimes, but mainly just getting with the customer and, and, and talk to him on a one-on-one level. And that's where I really uh, focus on listening to the to the customer. So mm-hmm. most, how do I put this? Most seat builders out there are not everyone, but most kind of want to tell you how they're going to do, do the seat and how they're going to design the seat. They're the master. I'm the doctor. Um, this is how it's done. Mm-hmm. But I listen to you because everyone's different. So like yourself, how you rolled in to, uh, yesterday and today, taking up two days. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, is, is, is we, um, 
again, you know, you roll up, we measure you. Same thing happens over the phone. I'm not there to measure you, so I just talk to him. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it starts, getting a pocket placement. Yeah, you got my height, you got yeah. my weight. Two huge important parts. I know how to make the seat comfortable, obviously. Distribute the weight evenly, pick up the weight on the outsides. Uh, I know how to do that. That's my job. I know how to do that. Get you comfortable. But there's two huge you know, parts to the, you know, the ingredients per se. So I need to figure out, number one, if we need to, you know, the height of the seat, where you're, where, where you're comfortable. So that's pretty important. That's pretty, you know, if you can't go any taller, you can't go any taller. It's pretty cut and dry. Uh, if we need to lower it, uh, I'll warn you, you know, hey, we're going to lower it. Your ass going to be probably uncomfortable because you're 230 pounds and you're sitting on a really thin pan. But if you want to, I'll go, I'll do anything you want, but I'm going to mm -hmm. warn you that it's probably going to open up the, to an adjustment and you're going to, you know, I don't tell people this, but, uh, all you people out there, um, <laughs> It's, I'm gonna have to work on it again, you know. And You'll be back. Yeah, and some people really take advantage of that, you know, <laughs> that, that warranty of mine. And I don't mind. I'm not a I told you so kind of guy, but you know, I got a call from a guy the other week. Said you had me lower it. He was on like a Stilvio, horrible seat. Anyways, uh, had me lower it, and there's no room to lower it. And I told him, you know, you're probably gonna be prone to sliding forward. Didn't care. It has to be flat-footed. So, and a long short. Here comes the seat back to me. I have to, you know, put padding back into it. So, mm -hmm. um, so what yeah. makes a seat comfortable? Just proper balance, man. There's no secret. There's no. There's no science. I mean, this, the only science behind it is is using good material, uh, which I think I'd like to think we all do. Staying away from gel, uh, because in my own opinion, it just doesn't work. I've tried it. I've tried the gels. I've tried this. I've tried that. I can't. Yeah, you can't make. I can't just say, oh, well, that doesn't work without trying it. Trust me, I've tried it. Mm -hmm. So, which is kind of irritating to, to hear people like, oh, the guy who built my seat doesn't believe in this principle. It's like, you, you believe in whatever you want. But like I was telling you yesterday, the tractor seat, you know, those solid stamped pieces of steel yep. tractor seats is rotting away out in the field. You yep. can sit in those things all damn day long. And uh, no pun intended. Anyways, um, you could sit out there and it's all proper balance there's no smoke and mirrors there's no magical ingredient hey my seat's more comfortable than the next guy's because i use this special this special well, nasa you know invented you memory know, memory visco string cheesy yeah whatever it may be so yeah it's just proper balance make sure you're not sliding forward pick the weight up on the outside that's it so if you can achieve that then it doesn't matter who's building the seat. Now, one so. thing you did mention yesterday while you were building my seat is that, that you, you were late. That I was late for because there was a mix-up with calendars, and I'm bad at it. Yeah. I get that. I'm bad What's at it. What's the calendars. name of this podcast? Is going to be called "I'm Late." That's oh, a good one. No, I'm wow! Just wow! All right, but I'm not. I am putting so many dick jokes Burn. in your voice. <laughs> I'm gonna go get some vibes. <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to do it for free now. <laughs> Before I was going to hold out for a bribe, but no. Okay. Uh, yesterday, you did mention uh, you designed your own phone. Yeah, so I personally didn't, you know, uh, get in there and grab a beaker. Like and a scientist. Bunsen yeah. burner. Because and I'm clearly like, you're no yeah. scientist. The glue. I mean, you can barely bang, you know, two ends together and make fire. True. Yeah. I do have these long <laughs> ape-like arms, but... Um, but yeah, so I contacted. One thing I really wanted when I started my business is I wanted a foam that was going to work last, not break down. So that was my, my main concern. And as seat builders, we all kind of use the same kind of foams. Um, there is, you know, the coveted 
RDL. Again, we're going to talk about you know the Russell Daylong. Yeah, sure. It's a great seat. Um, and they're 15 minute drive up north. Um, again, great seat. But they're. Do you ever out. drive by and throw eggs? No, 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 no. That no. you'd admit to. Leave we'll a, talk about that off off <laughs> mic. Leave know. a bag of flaming dog yeah. shit on the door. No, no, man. Like I said, um, they're great. They're, they're a great seat. And again, uh, you'll never ever catch me talking negative in any way. Um, like I have a competitor seat in there uh, that I showed you yesterday. Mm -hmm. Goes without mention. I'm not going to mention. And you kind of seen the differences in how we we do things. And we right. have our we all have our own ways of doing things. Everyone's got like a different focus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the main focus is we're all trying to do the same damn thing. Mm -hmm. Distribute, get a properly balanced seat, that's it. So um, sometimes I'm able, able to achieve it for the most part, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I have problems doing it. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, getting back onto the foam. The foam is, to me, the most important part is brunting the weight out on the outer perimeter of the seat. And that's what's happening in those you know, plow seats. You know, it's picking the weight up on the outer perimeter. So what happens is everything's kind of upholstery grade. So upholsterers, you know, hot rod guys, you know, bolt guys, you know, upholstery shop, trim shop, they use completely different, you know, that's kind of industry standard. And the highest density foam that you can get on the market is really not that high density. So it breaks down pretty rapid. Mm -hmm. I know I was using the highest density stuff they have. It's, everyone calls it charcoal foam. I'm not sure. What happens be. when it breaks down? It just gets like Well, it's, it's pretty firm right off the bat. And then the way I would previously, you know, previously do things is use a foam on the sides. And although it has a nice shape to it and it, you can achieve a good, good shape to it, it would break down. So once you sit on it, it's still there and the rigidity is still there, but it's just not quite there. You know, it, okay. it's not 100% there. So I use a, uh, again, so I went right to the source. So I, I contacted a company. I said, I need a material that is going to be like this foam times 30. And I just kind of worked with the company, had to pay for small little batches. Mm -hmm. And then slowly we came up with this. So it has about 30% rubber in it. So it's like a, it's like a more of a rubber based, almost, I wouldn't say neoprene like, but. Okay. No, it's like Russell Day. Did they would they go and make do their own kind of foam well, they, too? Or are you guys all like? Well, yeah, they have um, you know Bill Mayer uh, Saddles uh, Rocky down there has um, his he gets you know his foam uh, very very supportive um, you know it, it works really well uh, works awesome um, but they have you know from wherever they're getting their you know molds from plugs from. Mm -hmm. um, is wherever they get it. Uh, we don't use a mold, a pre-molded, you know, plug. And it doesn't mean ours is better or theirs is better. It just now, what do you mean what... by a pre-molded plug? So I can kind of show you so you can maybe better describe it um, at a later date. Um, but it's basically a, a, a plug that's kind of pre-shaped. They yank the stock stuff on and put a new plug on, like an actual, you know, core, you know, core plug. foam. And then they whittle it down. You know, if you need to go up, they'll go up. Okay. They go down. You need to go down. You need to add a little bit to the sides. You use a wider plug. So they'd so remove all the original foam off a of For the most put part. put this thing on. Okay. Most of their models, all their BMWs, um, and then, you know, uh, some bikes that aren't very popular, you know, um, mm -hmm. weird ones, they'll hand build them. And okay. they'll use, you know, they're, you know, cut into them and use, use a plug. Point being is we don't use a plug. Everything's very, um, you know, hand ground, you know, Frankenstein. I cut big chunks out and cores and block it all together. Reach, you know, right. use, you've seen it. Yep. Um, 
But the point of it is, yeah, the foam. Now, going back to the foam, the foam that I use on the side of the wings is very supportive. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, my magical ingredient, you know, I guess my selling point, mm -hmm. if I had one, is when you sit on it, it's going to support you. Just like the RDL, RDL, phenomenal seat. How they achieve their levels of support is they use a spring in there, and it works fantastic. It's a, it's, it, it holds the sides of the seat up. Okay. So that's how they're getting it, and I get it without using a spring in really, 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 really extremely high-density foam. You felt it. Yep. That, that yeah. white foam in there. Yeah. So... It's off the charts. Obviously, you don't want to put it in your car seat or bench seat because it's like concrete. But, um, yeah, that's how I achieve that support on the sides. All right. Really helps. Really, really helps with, you know, the yeah. design. What's the what's the worst seat to work on? What oh, bike? Geez. Uh, I really hate Tiger 1050s. Um, hate's a strong word, but I hate Tiger 1050s. <laughs> Pretty much... And I'm not bagging on Triumphs, but Triumph makes a crappy seat. Great bike, crappy seat. Yeah. They got the Explorer. They got the you know the new the new Tiger. Um, they're just really thin paper plate seats. Yeah, I had a Ruxton, and I replaced yeah. my seat with the Corbin. That's not a bad. That's not a bad one. Not all, but um, I don't really work on those seats. Like to work on those seats. We do a lot of Ducati Multistratas. Um, those things are um, another one that's a bear of a seat. Um, it's not necessarily the bike or the seat. It's a combination of the two. Okay. Ergos, you know, ergos play a huge part in. The ergonomics play a huge part into how everything comes together. Now, you so. mentioned yesterday you were working on a, an EBR RX at one point. Oh, yeah, I did an EBR a couple seat. months back. You made a touring seat for that? Uh, no, that, I mean, you know, that guy tracked his bike, and um, it was just strictly a track bike, even though you rode it on the streets, apparently, uh -huh. but constant sliding forward. So it's what I did is I really built up the front of the seat, dropped the rear. Those are really, really thin, paper-thin pans. Yeah. So... Yeah, is what I did is I got a more neutral seating position. I put a band off the back. That way when he's, you know, yanking on the throttle, giving it a handful, um, he's not going to slide out of the seat. And then, you know, when he's braking, going into a corner, he's not going to be cramming his nuts on the gas tank. Mm -hmm. So just get it more level. Um, I wouldn't think that bike would be much of a touring bike. but Yeah, I was th thinking about it last night after you mentioned you had worked on it. It was like... I know there's dudes who are trying to like tour on like SXs and stuff, but you'd be surprised, man. There's people out there like on. Look at me. I bought a GSX R600 yeah, and I rode it. it. I rode it all over the, the United States. Yeah. I mean, but I was young and dumb. <laughs> Comfort wasn't a thing. I didn't care, man. <laughs> I couldn't feel my my hand after you know a good long ride. You know, I'd do 800 miles. Rode up to. Uh, Rode up to Spokane, Washington one time, and that's about up from here. I think that's a good 12-hour trip, solid. Yeah. And that was like, yeah, man, I look good, but you hurt. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this, this touring. You know, I had a different right. idea. Looks like just young him. Like you're supposed to be able to stop at a stoplight and expect like a girl's going to jump on the back or something. Oh sure. Well, at the time, I think while I was married to my, well, I was dating my wife now, so. Oh, okay. So you probably weren't thinking that too hard. Oh, I was. I was. 
Just not around these neck of the woods. That's why, <laughs> that's why touring you touring on a GSXR 600. That's why you went to Spokane. Washington. Yeah, that's why I went to Spokane. <laughs> worked, a, worked a rally up there. So, so oh, okay. this is our first Saturday off. And for me, a month. For him, a month because I. Um, I think you had one where. Yeah, maybe a month. For me, like I've taken one day off in the last probably. Okay, here's a question for months. listeners. Yeah. What's the best time to be coming to you for a seat? Oh yeah, when you're not riding a bike, you okay. know, uh, winter time when uh, a lot of a lot of people Everyone's back east off it in the winter though, right? No, not. I mean, there's a lot of people who do a lot of touring in in the winter. Um, but if you're not going to be on the bike and you're basically the best time to send a seat is is if you're in a rush. Never. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are not in a rush, then uh, and willing to, you know, I wouldn't say wait. Not that, you know, just be patient and go through the process and I understand you know there's a lot of people out there you know it takes so long to do but when they get their seats a lot of people do call me we get I get at least two three four five calls a week people um, for instance I just got a call yesterday from a guy uh, who's a Renthal dealer uh, or the Renthal dealer for Renthal handlebars you know see took a while he was getting kind of depressed I guess you can say uh, but, you know, he called and said, you know, it's definitely worth the wait. I really just want to call you and thank you, you know, for, you know, taking the time because the seat's perfect. You nailed it and yada, yada. So, again, best time is going to be the winter time. If you're not riding the bike and you don't care, uh, February, we got 140 seats in one month. We didn't have, like, an off-season. Yeah, so I'm just saying you 140. You really season. 146, like, we counted. I had Karin go through. 140 seats in a, in a three four week you know which I got severely backed up I got you know I got got clogged up for a couple months yeah. there's some people out there who honestly had to wait a couple months for their seat most of them are back east and the weather doesn't break until you know a month ago so people are, I wouldn't call people impatient although I do get impatient customers you, you kind of keep circling around this idea that you it's almost like I can see you picturing in your mind people, you know, harping pecking at, at you, pecking at yeah. you for their seat. But that's, it's, it's true. I mean, it's, it's the reality. I'm constantly behind. And, and, you know, it's not like we're over here. Trust me, I would love to ship all those seats that you see in the, you know, all those 40, 50 seats that are sitting in there right now. I mean, I wake up in the morning at 3 in the morning and I'm like, you know, how can I get 30 seats out today? Mm-hmm. You know, it's constant. You make know. Jesse do meth. It's yeah. Well, then he would start. He would definitely start taking the seats apart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> selling the foam down at the recycling center. Oh, God. Yeah. Shorts. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much what what uh, keeps me awake at night. In, in so business. you don't have like an off season. You know, no slow time. No. Okay. No. Wow. Which has been great. You know. Slows down for like a month. October, we get kind of a dead spot for a couple, two and a half weeks, and it's basically people just squeezing. But we always have full shelves. We just don't have a full, you know, production of, you know, we don't have 72 seats in the shop. Right. So um, there's times where we have all the shelves are full. I'm two weeks behind, and there's 100 seats in the shop. Okay. Is there anything you can suggest to people that they can do themselves to make a seat better? Like, 
or even don't like, touch it. Don't touch even something like just throwing on an air hawk. Or oh, air hawks a are great. Skin. As, uh, you know, I'll give beans. a shout out to I know all these people. I'll give a shout out to Alaskan leather. Great. And you honestly, you can still use the Alaskan leather on my seat. You know, okay. It's a great insulator in the winter time, and in the summertime it works great. A great insulator in the winter time gets you a little bit cooler in summertime. So it works really. It's universal. Will it help? Sure, try it. You know, most people you talk to, you see builders like, oh, don't use that. That's garbage. That's, you know, nah, go with leather. That's ultimate. Nah, we've got, you know, they have their own. For a know. long time, Todd rode with a dead sheep on his, on his, before he got the Russell. It, did it improve it? Absolutely, 100%. Well, not yeah. when he got off it. That, that sheep looked pretty, pretty, uh, had. That was, it was, it was pretty totted up. I'm pretty sure he was stiff as a board when he, he took it off. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a great uh, beat bead rider. Yeah, the only thing is, is with the bead, you know, some people swear by them. The only thing I don't like about the bead rider is if you put it on one of my seats. The way I do my covers, I laminate all my covers. You've seen that when we're I, I laminated my first cover in like four months. Jay, are you happy? Are you proud of me? Yeah, I I, I it's been a while, so. Like I said, Jesse's the king of laminating all the covers, and it's a process. It's not just gluing it down, because when I do it, sometimes it delaminates. Mm-hmm. So if your seat delaminates, that's a product of you being late and Jesse not being here. So no, I'm just joking. Um, I already yeah. had that done. Yeah. Well, he was rear, I did steal a rear cover. Okay. Yeah. He was sleeping. He was sleeping. I was late. He was sleeping. Two in the afternoon, he was sleeping. You are surrounded by incompetence. Yeah. yeah. I'm late. You're sl- he's sleeping. Karen doesn't read your email. Car Karen doesn't, doesn't read emails car. all the way full. Yeah. Car in, yeah. Your, your it's world a 50, must 50. be very frustrating. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I got a good team. Uh, but yeah, the bead rider. So the only thing I don't like about the bead rider is when you use a bead rider, it puts. If you were to ride it with one of my seats, um, it puts these dimples in the in the cover. So okay. and they're probably never going to come out, you know, because it's you know these little beads. Sure. We're going to be pushing down on, on the cover, and it's, it, it creates these like little bead holes, if you will, indentations. So other than that, if it's more comfortable, you know, you get one of my seats, experiment with it. You know, if it works, it works. You okay. Know? But as far as the stock seat goes, yeah, absolutely. It, I, you're just... I think it's definitely better. Okay. I mean, hell, anything's better than a stock seat. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> what about the foam that's used on stock seats? Because they, they seem pretty... It's not the, and that's the thing. A lot of people say, oh, my foam's breaking down. You know, I bought this bike last year, and now it's just completely broken down. It's like, it doesn't break down. I got Corbins in there, for God's sakes, from, and stock seats from the 80s. And they're as good as day one. It's mainly just, you know, the seat will soften up a bit from the showroom floor, but it's not going to break down as long as you keep it out of the elements the sun will eat a hole and turn your your foam into powder i mean you've all seen if you've seen a chunk of foam you know mm-hmm. you know whatever it may be it will turn to basically powder so as long as you keep it out of the sun it's relatively in good shape you know okay. what i mean so people should just get over it <laughs> things things change it's going to soften up but you know it's it's just you getting used to you know how shitty the stock seat your is, ass you gets know? bigger and, and people change too i mean yeah I built I build seats for people who are big and tall, you know, fat and skinny. And some people call me back and say, you know, I lost a lot of weight. We why, just why did you got to mention fat? Adjustment, why, 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 why are we talking about fat? Not again? implying that to you, but.
Silly Jedi. Silly Jedi. Uh, but yeah, we'll have we'll have people that will call back and say I lost that guy on that um, BMW. Remember? Um, that one, one guy. Which one? Yeah. The, the guy. On remember the, me? I'm the guy the with the black BMW. I'm like, oh, holy shit, it's you. Uh, the one guy. Yeah. Do you remember me? We talked last week. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> but go ahead. Um, now, people really take it personal too, because I'll have a 45-minute conversation with them, and they'll call me back a week later and be like, hey, and it's like. Oh, I know you're talking about. Sorry, I don't remember you. Nothing personal. We talk. I talk to, you know, six people a day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. I'm a note taker. So that's how you like huge. Pounds. Yeah, a guy lost like 30 pounds. He said, you know, the seat was great when you first built it, but, you know, this is going on. So we'll send it back. You know, you're not fat anymore. So what do you have to do? Shave it down? Or? Yeah, it was a little bit, you know, bigger, bigger people benefit from a, a more flatter seat and smaller people benefit from a more cupped out seat. Okay. More of a, you know, in this, the width and the size of the seat kind so of So that depend. explains why you were putting the level on my seat to make sure it was perfectly flat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. Yours is actually so flat, it actually dips down on the sides in the negative <laughs> return. So, no. Um, but, yeah, I just, uh, uh, so I put, gave it more, more pockets. So I took my grinder, uh, ground out the center of the seat to get a more support. Okay. That makes sense. So, And you just kind of figure different. that out based on what his current weight is? Or? Well, if he lost, you know, 30, 40 pounds, he's going to lose, you know, he's not going to be compressing the seat as much anymore. Uh, he may have lost some muscle in his butt who you know guys in general you don't carry a lot of weight in you know our asses mm-hmm. you yourself you know you're a power lifter you work out a lot you know you lift weights so people uh most guys generally we don't we're not you know constructed that way unless you're like a, a you know an athlete super athlete doing heavy workouts and most people who work out really just you know generally focus on their chest and their arms and not on their ass but if you're power lifting i'm sure yeah, yeah. you've noticed a huge difference in your quads yeah, and your ass and your glutes, like you yeah. probably actually have one back there now yeah point is is um yeah we were talking about the size of the seat well you were cupping it a lot yesterday so you yeah. should know i touched it once yeah. or three times yeah yeah, yeah it was very nice yeah. <laughs> but uh that's how i make the perfect seat is you know i need you to get down and uh take it all off and just give it a good old-fashioned grab you yeah. know so what happens when you build seats for women have you built seats for Oh, absolutely. Women, man, there's a lot of women riders out there all the time. There are, yeah. yeah. So how does that change? Stereotypical. No, you're, uh, you're, what are you, you're, you're sexist. No, pig. I'm not. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck you. No, um, women have a lot more uh, ass They're built on differently, yeah. so I'm asking. I build, in, in women riders who actually ride, build seats for them all day, but you got to remember, most people who tour, tour two up with their wife. So naturally, I make a lot of seats for women they may not be the riders mm-hmm. there's a lot of women riders out there see i was just thinking women riders riders i wasn't yeah. thinking the pillion. but what defines a woman rider passengers not a rider throw them to the wolves no they're passengers yeah just yeah, passengers passengers <laughs> uh, women are a lot easier to uh, make uh, comfortable mainly because they got more cushion mm-hmm. for the pushing you know they got a little bit more uh, more ass on them right so, yeah. unless you're one of these gross um crossfit chicks with <laughs> disgusting shoulders and angry letters yeah, no. you know yeah. you know uh but um but yeah. i mean those women do a lot of deadlifts and squats so they've got you yeah know, they're disgusting really <laughs> fucking gross no i'm just joking. my wife works out but she's not lifting tires and you know, Ooh, yeah. you know uh-huh. randy savage <laughs> 
I don't think I'm coming down for a long period of time. She doesn't have like, like I needles sticking out of her ass mm-hmm. every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not Electro from American Gladiators. We were watching that a couple weeks ago in the shop. Oh, you ever, yeah. Remember American Gladiators? Yeah. We were watching it. Watch it. It'll blow your mind. Do they still make that? No, oh, no, we're talking old. like old school. Okay. Yeah, like really now bad it's color. All about, um, American Ninja. You've seen that, that show? That shit's pretty cool. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, that one chick, Jesse Graff. She, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, she nailed amazing. it. Did you see her latest one? Mm, when she was in the Superwoman? Yeah, she was like doing Dressed a, up as Superwoman? I'm just no, like, there was like an even more recent one, a couple. Anyways, look it up. Go on the Google yeah. machine. Yeah, she's pretty or amazing. Or the, the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't know what it is. The Google, the Twitter. The thing, the thing. And all your business is coming from the internet. That's just, it's all, it's all, it's mainly internet forms, you yeah. know. I bought a new RT. My ass is hurting. And people are like, buy the seat, buy the seat, buy the seat. And yeah, somebody goes opinions. to Google and does their own research, which I always encourage that. Somebody shopping around. I'm not a salesman. So I always encourage. Obviously. This is what I can do for you, you know. Yeah. Um, but call the other guys, see what they can offer you, mm-hmm. you know. And I come at it as a different approach. I'm very personable. Um, I care, um, which, uh, yeah, I, I care about not only my product. I care about, um, I take things very personal, too. So if somebody doesn't like my, you know, you know, I got the seat and, you know, it's just, you know, and somebody, you know, gives me and I, I get really pissed off. I take it really personal. And you I go shouldn't. find them. No, but I'm like, well, fuck you. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> you and Jesse. No, I'm like, down, well, let's get up. it adjusted, you know, and, you know, and some people are, you know, it just, I take it very personal. Um, do, you ha- pe- do you have like a nightmare customer story? Engineers. <laughs> if you're an engineer. Really? It's a fucking nightmare. Really? Nightmare. Why? Cold sweat nightmare. 3 a.m. Like mechanical engineers or? Engine, any, any engineer. Kind of engineer. No offense to you engineers out there, but fucking laser. Here comes a laser beams. They got laser beams and levels, and they got. But no, they don't show up with it like that. I mean, we we do seats for engineers as write-ins, and it's like, hey, I always ask, what do you what do you do? What do you do? You know, what do you do? For, what's your day job? You know, I'm an engineer, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and it's it's not. It's just they, they're uh, very um, intelligent. Sure. They're very uh, not all of them. Sometimes we'll have a. An engineer who just doesn't give a shit. Maybe it's because he works for like the city and he just everything goes to hell anyways. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're very like I need this, I need that. It's like, well, here's the grinder, here's the tools. Why don't you just use my shop to build your own seat, kind of thing? You uh, know? Okay. And I'm totally open to any ideas because I listen to you. Everyone's different. What your complaints are is not this guy's complaint. And what that guy's complaint is may not be. And you guys can be the you guys can be the same fat. 230 fat ass yeah like yourself right and who's late who's late who's late but I was gonna say I was I didn't want to keep going there I wanted to like stop and then at the end just bring it up one last time right somehow okay Okay. but um, today's now Saturday we were working until 8 o'clock last night but yeah so I I don't think there's enough room in the seat for my balls yeah well we can we can accommodate that Jesse go grab the whole saw (laughs) <laughs> We're going to need a three-inch hole saw and just go right through the cover, blast it all the way down through the pan. Just let them dangle out the bottom. <laughs> and just let them, let them be. We'll put like a little uh, fishing net in there so they won't, you know. Could you put some of that, uh, uh, some faux fur? Kind of cradle them that no, way? Faux we fur? don't do fur. You no. don't do? You're on faux your own fur? On that. Faux on fur? No? Yeah. The best I can do is red alligator. Red. We got red alligator. 
That sounds uh, that sounds uncomfortable. And he did do yellow thread, and I warned him. So when that yellow turns to shit, he's gonna call me and give me a bad bad review. Yeah, no, it, it it'll hold up in, until you're gone today, and then you're on your own. No, it it it'll be fine. But uh, I noticed you were like uh, like when you were threading it, you were like really scratching that thin that thread to get it as thin as it would be. Like you wanted it to break on. I want it to fail so I get that good awesome review of just a shitty thread. <laughs> no, but did you see I was pulling the thread? Yeah. Yeah, because it was dirty oh, okay. from the foam. So I wanted to give you nice, clean yellow. Okay. That way you can experience how beautiful and brilliant it is. And then be and even then more disappointed. by the time you get home, it's going to look like shitty mustard. Yeah. So. No, yellow holds up okay. Yeah. No, it looks great. I took a picture. As long as I got a picture of it and mm-hmm. I can prove that it looked like that at one point, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, it's an adventure bike, so... Number one rule is don't clean it. So just you know, ride it. I'm very, all the bugs on I'm it. very lazy that way. When yeah. I see people come in here on their GSs or, or their adventure bikes, and it's like spotless. Um, but if you take a look over at my KLR right there, see that? See how nice and clean it is? Yeah. So I'm a liar. I'm a filthy liar. Yeah, that is a I'm very... Just, I'm a filthy That almost liar. looks factory new. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I take care... Well... But you look. You look but I don't like trust people who roll in here on a brand new, you know, adventure bike. How? Well, you just buy it. No, I've had it for two years. It's but like, you're you're one of those dudes. I noticed that your tool chest is very organized and laid Jesse out. Just, J- Jesse just did it last week. But yes, I'm very anal. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, very um, routine. Very structured. That's why I can work from my house and actually work. Most people, I just spit all over you. You can have that. Keep that. Because I was late. Yeah. I think I was got to quit talking about that, and then we'll forget about it, and even. then we'll really get you in I was, I was late even this morning, I yeah. think. I think so, but hey, it's just my life. Uh, um, you'll be glad to I'm see just, the end of me, I'm sure. I'm just glad I'm not the one being called fat for <laughs> The end of you. So, yeah, very structured, and most people can't work from their house, you know? Most yes. people come out, and they're like, oh, I'm going to work today, and then they're eating sandwiches, watching TV. You in know? their pajamas. But... I literally, you can ask Jesse, I will go into my house to mainly just take a shit. And, yeah. At least and you go into it. the house for that. That's yeah. good. Because you got a really nice yard that you could just walk out into. Well, my dog, he's the one laying down the beer can shits. And you could, so. like, you know, blame the dog even. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, the dog. I mean, Jesse's done that three or four times last week. <laughs> it's incomparable, though. I mean, you, you can tell as soon as you Oh, you could smell the difference. You could smell the difference. There's, there's definitely a difference. Yeah, I mean, your shop's, like, super well, nice, just laid out. And you can, and that's open. not special because we're giving in, giving you an interview or vice yeah. versa. When I rolled up today, you were vacuuming. That is normally Jesse's job, but he, uh, he was late as well this morning. Um, it's awesome. So, but, you know, at least he showed up today. I don't On know his day off. That. Whiskey and dips. <laughs> he did show up with gifts. His parents just got back from Ireland. Yeah, and, they gave, uh, and he got weeks. presents. Yeah, so I got uh, uh, got he, some presents. He gave you the presents that his parents bought for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And so, he took. Did you see? He was trying to take like, hey some, man, I got some you these. Credit. Yeah, my parent through yeah. my parents. Right. Yeah. Like, how thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very organized. I guess. It must yeah, just yeah, be maybe. a thunderstorm of rage inside your brain. The right now. Oh, yeah. The right now. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Hey, it's Saturday. I'm not working. I'm not, you know, and people are going to be like, it's Saturday. He's not working. Where's my fucking seat? Right. Um, Angry. But hey, man, I need but a day off every day, once in a while. Yeah, I mean, you should. And you say you do like six day weeks. We do six days a week. 
Jesse gets a little bit more time time off because. Well, he doesn't live here. And he's um, the employee. He's not the. He's not Jesse's the boss. good for about five and a half days. He'll give me five days of just solidness. When that starts getting into a Saturday, he's an he's a champ, but he's just he's fried. You know, he's fried. Me, I have buttloads, no pun intended, of energy. I have lots of energy. I'm a go 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 early in the morning. You you are rocket. laser focused when you're doing a seat. That it was, probably looks that way. That's what because yeah, it, it comes natural. And a lot of people are like, oh, like a lot of people will roll in here and they're like, so how are you going to do my seat? You know, mm-hmm. are you sure you can do? You know, my seat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty fucking sure. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Ask Jesse. Who I just look over at Jesse and I roll my eyes. Wait, like, I get to have a good time with it because I get to hear all this shit. And I'm yeah. just like, they're not talking to me. So back up. Someone, mm-hmm. let yeah. me get this straight. Yeah. Someone does their research, decide to go with lamb seats to get a seat for whatever stupid reason. Yeah. Goes I'm through sure. the trouble of booking a, a, a ride in. Mm-hmm. And they come up, they roll up, and they're they're asking you. You think you can do my seat? Well, it's not necessarily. I've never, ever had anybody not like come at me like that. But well, there's certain, there, there's just certain. Um, Are they just like so full of doubt because they, their seat sucked so much or they've had bad work no, on their seat before? A lot of people, yeah, maybe that. I don't know. Some people, people are people. And, and what I mean by that is, is some assholes. people. No, not, not necessarily. <laughs> Most of them. Um, I'm pretty quick to call people out on their bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll do anything for you. I mean, I like get in situations late. where I'll two-day air the seat on my dime because I'm late, you know, because, you know, it's my fault. You know, I'm not in business to get rich, obviously. Um, but, but you do some have people these do nice, roll up. You do have these nice pants made of money. I, I wish. Because <laughs> I wouldn't be here. No. Anyways, uh... <laughs> So, yeah, I do get people that roll up, and it's not really, it's a combination of, I wouldn't say doubt, um, but it's a combination of just, like, they're making sure, just make sure that, you know, you understand that I'm uncomfortable, and it's like, oh, yeah, we understand that, and some people are a little bit, I mean, how would you word that, Jay? Different people have different personalities. Yeah, different personalities, and some people really want to make sure, now, if this doesn't work, you know, am I going to get my money back, or something like that, and it's like, well, you... Well, yeah, I mean, if you're really that adamant, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take it in the ass, you know, on this one. <laughs> um, and, and I just had that happen last week. You know, the guy was sliding forward, and I built a seat for him, and the guy was sliding forward. And he's like, well, how many more times are we going to have to do this on this seat? And I'm like, no, this is like shipping the seat yeah. back and forth. Okay. And he didn't pay for the seat. Most of my customers, I call them like two weeks later. I'm like, yeah, uh, by the way, that seat I sent you a couple weeks ago, can I get paid for that? You know, and it's like oh, at wow. this point, it's like. I'm so we're so busy. I don't have time to call somebody and even collect the money. Wow. So how I do things is very bizarre and very differently. There's no company in the world is going to ship you a bumper for your car and be like, oh, by the way, you want to pay pay for that? You know? Right. Yeah. Fuck you. You know. And some people, well, some people. I had a guy burnt me for seven hundred dollars in Australia two months ago. Holy you know, seven hundred and eighty dollar order. Mm-hmm. You know. And he's just like, well, fuck I'm me, right? Australia. Yeah, how are you going to come get? Me? Yeah, I was going to. He was going to take a twelve hundred dollar flight over and knock on his door. Right. That's on him. That's that's on. That's bad karma. That's just a shitty ass person. Yeah, you know? that is. Well, Australians, right? Oh, I build seats for you know. Uh, we we have some Australian listeners. Yeah. They they've sent us Vegemite. Hopefully, this guy's listening. I Congratulations, hope. Congratulations, so. buddy. He said, uh, I "Wasn't able to make my fucking mortgage." <laughs> <You know? No. laughs> 
<laughs> so no, we get we get we get people who are you know maybe dishonest a little bit want to you know sure uh, you know we get a lot of this. Well, you did take an extra week to get my seat. Can I get a discount? I'm like, well, at this point, I really can't do anything because you have your seat back. Um, yeah. <laughs> can I at least get something? You know. <laughs> so everyone's, you know, including wow. Jesse, he's like, why don't you just charge these guys the date ships or before, like everyone else does? Right. It's like, well, because I like to do business. I'm very personable. I want to make. Um, I'm a pleaser too. I'll 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 help you. I'm the guy that you call three in the morning. And I fucked up. I need bail money. You know. So, um, regardless if I've known you for three days or you know. Um, three hours now let's be clear yesterday i did just hand you my credit card sure and say here i noticed it was not your credit card i didn't give a shit so age was close enough yeah and i was just like here i want to let's pay for my seat now i wasn't like okay i gotta go yeah gotta go bye big podcast star gotta go yeah gotta go i guess i'm busy i gotta make other people late yeah it's not easy making being late for everybody. Well, it's, it's pretty it, simple. It takes work. I mean, um, all you have to do is just not show up on time. There's planning. It's pretty easy. There's planning that has yeah. to go into that. Nah, it just it just throw uh, like um, in the morning, you know, if, if for a ride in, just show up early. You're gonna get out early, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't gonna show up at the shop at six o'clock when I'm ready to rock and roll. I was actually shocked you got the seat done yesterday. I was too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, but no, I'm, I'm really not joking at all. No, yeah, because you. Yeah, it's just something. Let's just like let's just knock it out. You know, it was the end of the day. It was burnout. We we basically allotted you for um, yesterday. So yesterday morning, I was able to do some stuff. You know, we threw the football around out back because when I do a ride in, I I can't really fill the seat from start to finish. It just it's not going to happen. It just throws things off. It's production. So it's not like I'm gonna be like, oh, he's not here. I'm going to work on, you know, Billy Joel's seat, which would be badass if I did a seat for Billy Joel. I know she had a seat for Michael Vick. So yeah. Was, not the Michael Vick. Genuine dog skin, I noticed. That yes. Was, that was very yeah. That was the first question when we got it. Pit bull neck. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you were well rested by the time I showed up. Oh, absolutely. Well, see, there you go. I'm pissed off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We have we have scheduling issues all the time. You're not the only one. Sometimes you know. How many write-ins do you do? Just depends on a on a on a write-in. You want to call it like a, an average write-in week. You know, yeah. if we have a heavy schedule. Last week we did six write-ins in two days. Oh wow! Okay. Oh wow! Yeah. So it just kind of worked out that Friday I was, we had three. I was the Saturday only one. we had three. So it was just kind of lucky that I was the only one for yesterday. Oh yeah. I guess you can call me lucky. <laughs> Thanks for that. No. <laughs> lucky me. Actually, it would have been better if there was somebody else here. Yeah, yeah. it would have been. It would have been great. Uh, but hey, I was able to. Uh, I had to go run out in town, had some checks I needed to deposit that were like two months old. Eat cheeseburgers, and then get a big ass triple. I got a three stack cheeseburger with bacon, pops, and a large fry. You go get a hot dance? No, no. <laughs> you were sleeping. Yeah, someone had to. Yeah. I'm a machine. I can eat a lot. You can contest to that. I was 260 pounds a year ago. Yeah, speaking of fat asses, Jesse was 260 pounds. That's the first time he said 60. He said, no, I was only 248 or 54. (laughs) He stepped on the scale one night. We have a shipping scale. And I said, step on that, you fat ass. And he jumps on it. And it's like 160. And he didn't even get to the last number. It's like 160. And he jumps right off. And he's like, nope. It's like, all right. So, yeah. He's been doing good, exercising, not eating. So his breakfast consisted of, like, two uh, Arizona um, green teas, uh, bugle, 
chips, Slim Jims, which are epic. Yeah. A greasy Slim Fine Jim. Um, I don't know what's in there, but. Not dead cow. <laughs> I, I like it, but I won't do it. You know, I know better. So, uh, but yeah, he would just eat pretty junky in the morning. Changed his eating habits, worked out, rides his bike, and uh, lost 40-something pounds, yeah, 40 like pounds. 15, yeah, so looking good, fat ass. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, still fat ass. forever fat to me. Uh-huh, uh huh. Yeah. Um, we used to share clothes and and uh, you know growing up. So he used to look real nice like me. Oh, but, right, uh, okay. he still got a little bit of work to do over there, but he's he's all right. He's doing good. He's doing better and better. Each day goes by. All right, now that we're done with the GQ bit, mm-hmm. I mean. You're both very good-looking men. I'll give you. That. Oh, I, I, I know, I know, <laughs> I am. You had like some funny stories. You really don't have funny stories around here. It's just mainly it's just like nightmares. Those are the stories that stick with you. Mm-hmm. Like yourself, great guy. You're funny. I uh, really hit it off with you. A lot of people come in here. They're really, um, you know, you know, different. You know, um, different. <laughs> some, some people are, you know, really, you know, I guess by the book. You know, uh, very, you know. For whatever reason, then I get customers in here that are ran up on top of my hill and they're smoking pot on the back forty, and it's like, what the hell are they smoking pot on my back porch? Doing California blow, <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, which uh, whatever, you know? It's California. Um, every once in a while, we get yeah, we we get to have some really awesome customers that you can really just be yourself and not have to. Uh, sometimes I, I you know I have to put on a false uh, professionalism. I'm very professional because I take, I'm naturally, but you can inject some humor and, and whatnot. But, yeah. um, I mean, you're very professional while you're working on the actual seat. Yeah, I take it very serious. I mean, it's a very serious job. Mm-hmm. Doing it for 16 years. Yeah. St- I mean, I've been, this is pretty much the only thing I've ever done. So I take it extremely serious. But I'm a goof ass, you know. Yeah. I'm, I, I like to have a good time. Uh, we like to have a good time. Got a good sense of humor. Not everybody gets it. Some people are, um, you know, oh. some people don't, aren't, aren't you know, don't get, you know, aren't, aren't that way. Everyone's do you want to stay as like a sort of two-man operation? Oh, yeah, or do you dude. want to get, no. oh, okay, you don't want to grow. I'm not trying to get a, f- a foam machine and pump out biscuits. The quality is just going to go downhill. Uh-huh. So this is bigger than I ever wanted it at this point. You know, I've always wanted to be a one-man operation. I was for a number of years, but I was, I was doing 13, 14-hour days, seven days a week. Trying to keep up. And I was nearly as busy as I was now. Oh wow! So, but it was just—I mean, when I started my business, I was uh, what? What were I was 29 years old, 28 years old, 29 years old. Yeah, I was 29. Well, do the math. 2000 and uh, eight, 12 or 11. 2012, you said. Yeah. So 34. So five years. 29. I was still like 29 years old. 20, 29 years old when okay. I decided. Beautiful, luscious, just amazing beard from the future. <laughs> I had. I had this just luscious, love muff. So you were a hipster. Thing. Oh, this is way before hipsters were hipsters. <laughs> so you were... You had I a, had a beautiful thing going on. And you had I started a, my uh, business... Beautiful beard before it was cool. And then I just went straight white. I went Gandalf, skipped the gray, and I'm just... Now I look like a 45-year-old truck driver, you know? Nothing against truck drivers. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Yeah. So you had this beautiful beard yeah. before it was cool to have a beard. It was. It was. I've. I've had a beard. My wife has never seen me so, without a clean-shaven face. You know, never. You're like the. And we've been married proto, for eleven years. You're a proto hipster. You're a hipster. I'm a pre-hip trail hip trail yeah. breaker. Well, I'm still pretty hip. I mean, I'm <laughs> hip to the groove on the Twitter. On the Twitter, right? Yeah. 
I don't even know what the hell Twitter is. <laughs> Do you? No. He's lying. He knows everything. <laughs> he showed me some. He showed me some witchcraft. This is why times. you guys aren't on social media so much. It's just because you don't. You know, you need to hire like a fourteen-year-old girl. No. <laughs> Trust me, no. As your social media. <laughs> yeah. She could be your presence on the, on the the interwebs. My secretary is always trying to get me to do things like that. You know, you need to do this. You need to go work a show. You need to get your name out there. You need to do things. You, you and I'm like, like, I'm in so the dark. busy already. Never busy. Too busy to build a seat for somebody. That's my philosophy. I want to build everybody in this world a seat. And I want them to love it. And I want them to, you know, you know, truly. Um, I'm not in it to get rich. I want to make, I want to be rich. Shit. Yeah. I, if I won the lottery, I would probably still build a seat. If I won... If I had millions of dollars and I was set for life, I would still build seats. Just not as many? I would donate them. I'd just build you a seat. That's how much. Oh, wow. Oh, absolutely. I thought about this. When I win this lottery, which I never played the lottery, so I'm never going to win. Right. So, uh, but Jesse plays all the time, and he owes me. So. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get lost. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my goal. You know, build, do one one seat a week. You know, I'm not going to do one a day but one a week yeah one a week hey man raffle enter yeah. raffle a free mm-hmm. seat and I'll build as you fast as you can do them though it's, it seems like a little a little slow for you but when you have a lot of orders coming in yeah that's you're just and like, if we weren't bullshitting too much you still would have been here one seat took me at least four hours in yeah. a solo what if we did a duel you know right okay doing a duel on the rear I mean you've seen how in depth and I whipped out your rear seat and you yeah, know, you know, just because you just you recovered bam, bam, it, recovered it. So Har- you start- what goes into Harley seats? Harley seats. Um, what, what can I say about Harley seats? Harley seats are really comfortable. I mean, we we do Harley seats mainly. We do a lot of Harley seats, and they sent us some shit ass Corbin. No, no problem with Corbin. The reason why I say that is because they're riveted and they're boat anchors. So we have Jesse, not we. There's no we in this. Old Jesse over here. He has to grab the drill, chase out all the frickin' rivets, pull all the rivet heads out, clean up the seat. He has hours just doing that, and I don't even charge any extra to do that. So I lose money on these on these things. Well, but working on a Corbin. Yeah. Most of the Harleys that come through are it's 50-50 Corbin or Saddleman, which is the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just completely different. Uh, different name. Um, but we do a lot of reworking of... Now, uh, is the Harley rider looking for the same kind of thing as the Adventure rider? No. Well, there's, I mean, that's a, that's a totally different ball game. Um, everyone's looking to be comfortable. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, see his extra feet. Polydactyl. Come here. Mm-hmm. Come here, Thomas. Anyways, yeah, um, shout out to my cat. Found him on the streets. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Harley riders are, um, I always interview them. They're the only group of people that I truly interview, like, what are you looking for? Because a lot of people are like, oh man, I got, I want to do some snake skin down the back, and I want to do some rhinestones on the top. And it's like, go. Do you to your... do that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I've done, I've done some. I've met people who I like, and I've done some pretty cool stuff. I did a, a Jordan, Michael Jordan bike. Um, it was a custom bagger air ride Harley. It was, you know, blah 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 blah. That was raffled off, and um, for good use or something i don't know to help a starving blind kid okay um but i did a seat for it you know i don't have a embroidering machine i've thought about getting one but i don't know if i want to go down an embroidery embroidery embroidery. yeah embroidering machine 
So I thought about getting one, but then that's just going to open up the door, you know, it's Pandora's box of like, I want dice and flames. And it's just like, then I'm getting out of what the whole goal is, mm -hmm. you know, which is comfort. So I don't want to merge into that, you know, you know, you got to diversify and you got to offer more stuff. Right. But it's very simple. The less you offer, the less problems you're going to have. And your overall goal is mine is anyways who gives a shit what it looks like i want the seat to look nice but i want it to be comfortable that's what you're paying for right so because you're gonna be sitting on it not looking at it yeah you know i'm not in the business to make something that looks like crap or anything like right. that um so you're I interviewing these harley riders interview these harley riders and you know you can just are what are you looking for you know it's like well i'm uncomfortable are you uncomfortable how, how long how long do you ride how much do you ride oh i tour the states all right let's do business but it's like, oh, you know, I'm just uncomfortable after 20 minutes. And, you know, how often do you ride? You know, I ride, you know, a couple times a month. It's like, no matter what I do, they're not going to be happy because they don't ride enough to be accustomed. They're going to be more um, problematic mainly because they're not riding riding. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They, um, this and it's not Harley like riders. It's, and that goes with somebody, like somebody, I just bought a new, brand new bike. You know, what's wrong with the seat? I don't know. You know, I just read that you're the guy to come to mm -hmm. um, and to fix it. It's like, well, go put at least a thousand miles on it because we need to determine what your problems are and you might like right. it. So, um, you know, honesty, just being honest and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, just trying to figure out what's going on with the Harley riders sometimes. Is, is there a lot more work that goes into building their seats? Yeah, it's just a big-ass seat. It's a rolling sofa on wheels, you know. Right, I mean, yeah. for the most part, I mean, you got little soft tails, stuff like that. and that's, just, that's a normal kind of seat. Doesn't take too long. What about Sorry. Goldwing seats? Goldwings. Jeez, I got one coming in on the twenty second. Um, can of worms, nightmare. You know, <laughs> they're a great seat. So they're they're a flawless seat. You know, it's a big ass seat that's forty feet long. And yeah, it looks like know. a recliner. I mean, yeah, it does. So those is what I generally do is feel the customer out. You know, what's wrong with it? You mm -hmm. know, well. I just don't like it. Well, what don't you like about it, you know? Well, I just, I don't really know. And it's like, well, ride the bike, figure out what you don't like, and then we'll talk, you know, talk shop. And people like that because I'm, I'm not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna promise you the world, you know, we're going right. to shoot for the stars. If that was, if I was a salesman and really pumping it and, you know, buy my seat, buy my seat, buy my seat, then. You'd be doing shows. I'd be doing shows <laughs> and I'd be probably just, Jesse would be here just throwing out shit, you know. Uh -huh. So, um I'm 100% involved in every seat that goes out of here. So, especially mine. You were 100%. I was 100%. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah. That was all in. So. And I did, in all fairness, give you a discount because he wasn't okay. here. You know, didn't have to pay for him. You didn't have you to. Know? Okay, so I didn't have to pay for yeah. Jesse. And I, I you'll, for you'll, you'll, all my customers will say, "Oh, you gave me a discount." You know, gave, gave me a little bit of discount. If, again, you know, if, if if I can, you know, that's why I talk to you in the vinyl too. You know, <laughs> this the leather. You know, let's talk about that vinyl versus leather. Oh, vinyl all the way, man. I mean, if you're a diehard, if you're riding in flip-flops and khakis, and... Why you got to talk about flip-flops and khakis? Well, <laughs> should I mention what you pulled no. up on this morning? No. I'm sure your listeners would like to hear that. All the gear all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the gear, nothing. Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So was, I was late. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut up. Now he's, now he's claiming that he was late. He's taking, he's owning, owning it. The hotel is, is like a mile away. Shut up. Two and a half. Two and a half. Shut up. Two and a half, yes. Down the street. Yeah, final versus It's hot weather. here. It is hot. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually not that bad today. I think it's going to be 104. 104. That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. I it's came nice. over the pass and started coming down into Reading and just 
the temperature just went up like 20 It's a dry degrees. heat though, and I love saying that. It is dry That's heat. a dry heat. Well, it's just like you were like, oh, these, these stupid people. No, it's heat. wet. This is actually wetter than what I'm used to. It's, yeah, it's... Um, Utah, that's the dry heat. Well, right now, we've had a lot of, we have a lot of saturation in the, in the ground. You know, the water table's pretty high right now because we've had one hell of a thing. Yeah, underwater. Oh, man, just, we've had a great year. We had, the, our ski park was actually open without you destroying your snowboard, you know. Uh, there's still snow on Shasta. Yeah. Uh, we're not used to that. It's been, an, it's probably been a good eight years, six years since we had a pretty good, you know, run. Yeah. Like, ooh, cool. Ten years ago. And it's just a cycle. Yeah. Um. But point being is, yeah, it's why it's a little bit more humid over here. Normally, it's yeah. just bone dry, and okay. we're all going to die. California Last drought. Week. Last week was great. We had a 114-degree day with ride-ins. It was awesome. Wouldn't trade it for the world. People so, are falling off their bike and just Oh, dying. yeah, people are back here just dying, and they're like, whoa, what year is it? <laughs> we're all strung out. Like, you got any more water? I'm like, yeah, I got tons of water. Drink up. You're like, yeah, sure, just hand, you, hand me your credit card. Yeah. Let's get you going. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Have took advantage of them. So I mean, you were pretty adamant about why vinyl is better than leather. I just like it. It's a motorcycle. You're meant to ride it. If you're on, a, if you roll in here and you're on a custom chopper or a, um, you know, a bike that you're really worried about looks. We had one a couple weeks ago, and I'm not going to make mention, but it was, um, you know, really wanted the bike to look good. So. Um, some people are really worried about the looks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe leather. But, yeah, vinyl. Here's the deal with vinyl. It's meant to be out in the sun, ridden, long distance, abused, rain, sun, sleet, snow, whatever it may be. So that's why I always, always go with the, the vinyl. It holds up, durability. It's always going to look amazing. When I get down with a leather seat or a vinyl seat, you've seen it, it looks like it's just been dipped. Whoop! I mean, yep. everything's just perfect on it. Leather gets all lumpy, gets all clumpy, gets all... Uh, seams are all bulky. You get irregularities. You get the bob wire. Somebody calls back. There's a, there's a scratch in the leather. And it's like, yeah, because you probably hit a fence. And I'm not gonna cut around the leather. It doesn't have a hole in it. No, it's, you know. So I just don't like the. I don't like number one the look of it, the layout of it. And a lot of people get duped into. The classic. Go with leather. It's the ultimate in comfort. You know, it's gonna break in. It's gonna mm-hmm. break in. It's like. And like I told you, if you're depending on the material to be the comfortable, you know, what's comfortable about the seat, then as seat builders, we're failing to do our job properly. So, um, yeah, vinyl, man. Vinyl is vinyl. just, vinyl is just. Have you done seats for like kick ass. big dog choppers? I've done 12 foot long bike. No, I mean, I've done some, I've done some cool stuff. And every once in a while I'll get a, uh, I'll get a guy's like, uh, will approach me and be like, I'm building this custom thing. I'll feel them out. And if they're like, I want you to do this and this and this, I'm like, hey, man, you know what you need to do is go to your local upholstery shop in your town. That way you can have complete control of the product. The pro- you know, the project, the product, you can, you know, see it. If you're a guy who's like, hey, man, what's up, dude? I read some great reviews, and I, want, I really want you to do my seat, and I know you're the man, and, you know, I'm thinking this. What do you think? It's like, normally I don't do this. But today, I'm going to build a seat for you. No, so we'll, we'll do some special stuff, and it looks awesome. And it's like one of those days we get done with it, and just like, man, that was an awesome looking seat, man. I'm, you know, we'll do it every once in a while. Cool. And it's nice to kind of get out of, I guess, your comfort zone and do stuff like that. But you really have to be the right-minded guy of you know what we're trying to achieve. All right. You know, 
got to work together good. Well, thanks for sitting down with me and taking time out of your, your guys' really busy schedule. We're done, huh? We're pretty much done, unless there's something you want to throw in. Or you want to give the mic to Jesse and he can call out to his baby mothers? I don't know. I don't know. You spent some time in the service, man. You I might, mean, you've, been, yeah. you've toured in the service, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any anything else? I mean, I, you know, it's. I've, I feel like we've covered a lot of yeah. ground. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really passionate about motorcycling and riding and it's, the whole combination. Com- good gear, comfort. good gear. You know, good gear. Yeah. Things. It all works together. So it's not just buy a seat. You're going to be comfortable. It's, you know, get good clothing. Get good. You know, get good. You know, get the bike set up properly too. You know, it all works together. We're not. We're not just a saw ball. You know. But the seat's a big, big part of it. I mean, it definitely helps. Yeah. It definitely helps. I mean, you'll be, you'll, who, I don't know, you're going to leave today? And, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I've got a lot of riding else to late. do today, so. Yeah. Wow. Okay, <laughs> just one more time. You had to get that, yeah. get that in. Last time. All right, well, uh, again, thanks so much, Seth, yeah. for uh, sitting with us. Lamb Seats, uh, lambseats.com, L-A-A-M, Seats. We'll have a link on the website. I'm going to put up all the pictures from the, the seat building. Thanks Alrighty, man. So it's much. been a pleasure. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank and, you. Uh, look forward to uh, your journey home and uh, seeing how that seat treats you. Yeah, me too. So, what's the what's the verdict on the seat? Is it well? Great? First, let's back up. I gotta explain okay. something. It's not my entirely my fault about what happened mm-hmm. with the scheduling. Uh-huh. When we initially scheduled me to show up at the shop to get my seat done, I was not talking to Seth. Even mm-hmm. I was talking to his his scheduler mm-hmm. and she, I wrote to her specifically. She's like, okay, we do write-ins on the last part of the week. You know, mm-hmm. these days, Friday, sure. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think. Yeah. is what she said. Friday, Saturday for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. I, I was, I'm working. I'm doing a bunch of other stuff at the same time. I'm just glancing at the calendar and I wrote specifically, I want to do Saturday, June 30th. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, great. I have you down for June 30th. Mm-hmm. And, Never again did we ever talk about that, really. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a conspicuous thing I can note there. Yeah. Uh, which June, is that the next June 30th occurs in 2018. Right. That might have been the calendar I was looking at. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not positive. But, yeah. So in my head, I had Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I could leave Thursday, Get you know, take Thursday, Friday. Have two days to get there, no, no problem. Mm-hmm. Even though I could have burned and done it in one day, sure. Because um, I rolled into Reno Thursday, you know, I left at like noon. Mm-hmm. I left late because I that's sure that, that, rolled in Reno around seven, seven thirty, yeah. maybe eight, and I had plenty of time. I could have kept going. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, I've got plenty of time. Duck around Reno. Friday morning, about 10.30, I've got the bike packed because I like to leave late. I, I know. I, I, you, can, you, can, you can't see me grinding my molars, listeners, but it's happening. Yeah. Um, I've got the bike packed. I'm suited up. I, on the bike, I start it up. Seth calls me, 10.30 a.m. And he's like, hey, Chuck. And I was like, hi, Seth. He's like, hey, where are you? I'm like, I'm in Reno. I'm just about to go dick around for a whole day. He's like, you were supposed to be here at 8. <laughs> I'm like, no, I wasn't. Uh, I was supposed to be there Saturday. He's like, you're supposed to be here June 30th. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I said Saturday. 
He's like, yeah, but the calendar says June 30th. <laughs> so, and he had planned to take the weekend off because it's the July 4th weekend. Mm-hmm. He was gracious enough to to wait. Because what he told me is he's like you, kind of. Mm-hmm. He likes to start work at like 5 in the morning sure, and, yeah. and knock off yeah, late knock afternoon. Yeah. 5, I guess, is like his latest. Mm-hmm. But when I, he waited for me Friday for me to get there. Oh, wow. And That's nice, he worked on my seat for about six and a half, seven hours. And it was about eight or so mm-hmm. before we, you know, so he worked late into his, his day. Wow. His, uh, his normal helper wasn't there with him. He was, he went home to go nap because I hadn't showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, it took me like two and a half, three hours to burn from Reno to Reading. Um, and he was cool enough to wait and he was just, he was super cool about the whole thing. I can't, Mm -hmm. he seemed, he seemed, he, he, he's not totally California, but there's a definite, he's, he's very Northern California. Yeah. He's very chill. Is that a thing? Yeah. That's the kind of understated chill as opposed to like the so chill that could fall asleep (laughs) at any moment. Yes. Okay. It's a different kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and If you want to get a seat done by him and even, I think, Russell Day, because mm. it seems like their biggest problems, especially Seth, Seth's operation is a two-man operation. Sure. Yeah. So there, and uh, there were seats stacked up in that shop. Oh, I believe it. And, you know, if you want a seat done by Seth, and I, I can't say enough about the seat, so I'll get into that. Um, send him your seat. Don't plan to have it for a little while. Yeah. Just let him have it. Mm-hmm. Let them work on it or schedule a ride in and get there on the right day mm-hmm. and he'll have right you in and out of that day. Cool. Um, the seat was awesome. Yeah. Riding out that first, first two days, mm-hmm. I just had the stock seat. Yeah. I didn't put Derek Hawk on. I didn't put anything I wanted to know what the stock seat was sure. like. Right. Stock seat. Um, I can take about a hundred miles at a time mm-hmm. and it turned out it wasn't even fully stock. Oh, really? Yeah, he whoever had it before me, the owner before me, had cored out the foam in the middle. Oh, and, and put the fancy foam in. No, he put a gel bicycle seat in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, so he put a gel blob in the middle of it. Yeah. Okay. And so I had like a gel bicycle seat in, it and just a hundred miles was all I could take. My ass was hurting. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I could run the bike dry with the seat Seth built for me. I could run the bike dry. Wow. And at the end of the day, no pain at all. I awesome. felt good. Awesome. I don't think you would like it. No? Why um, say that? We talked a lot while um, he was building my seat. Mm-hmm. And he's basically saying, because um, I think you like softer seats, don't you? No. Because when I've sat on your seat, it's felt really soft to me. I, I like it to have a little bit of soft, but then have, like, firm support underneath. Like, I don't like, like, the Corbin rock-solid seat. Okay. And I don't like the stock, like, squish down and, you know, grind your tailbone to dust seat. Okay. Um, you My know, the seat somewhere in the middle. feels more like a Corbin seat now, yeah. except it's shaped a pro- mm-hmm. more appropriately. Oh, okay. Um, it still has some give to it. Mm-hmm. And he's ba- he, what he was saying is, um, other than I'm fat, is... I have a bigger ass, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of guys just don't have any meat in their ass, mm-hmm. so they want more cushion. Ah, because okay. Because they're resting on bone. Yep. 
which I'm as I'm sitting in my chair thinking about that, I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah. I can feel the ass bones digging into the chair as we well, speak. You know, me, I have more meat on my ass, huh. so okay. I I want a firmer seat that's sure, just that just has more support. Okay, and uh, it's not just because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, 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 <laughs> and I, and this this trip also reaffirmed some things for me about mm-hmm. why I like to travel alone as opposed. I like to travel with you and Claire, mm-hmm. but there's just things I like about a trip sure. that you guys don't. Right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I like to leave at eleven, <laughs> at which point we're like time to stop for lunch, <laughs> right? And I like long, endless straights that just go to the horizon. Hmm. And then I'm just watching the world go by on the sides. Yeah. Kind of a Zen a Zen thing. Yeah. I mean, I've got my music or my audio book and mm-hmm. I'm just watching. Because I, I go back to my uh, my helmet cam. Yeah. I kept taking pictures everywhere. It was a long straight that just went to the horizon. Mm-hmm. Going from Reno to Reading was up and down over this pass. It was very mm-hmm. twisty. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. But... I like, I mean, I like that too, but I, I'd also like the long, straight, just crossing the, the great expanses. Yeah, eighty. <laughs> yeah, just crossing. I like, it. I like it in smallish doses. I can't, I can't. Like Claire can't stand it. Oh, Claire goes. Claire loses his mind. <laughs> Claire loses um, his mind about it. Which, which is doubly funny because he loses his mind about it, but Claire has a lot more like ass time in the seat uh, endurance than most people. Yeah. So he hates it, but his way of hating it is he'll just like fucking go and never stop until his tank is dry. Yeah. I'm like, no, can't can't do it. With this with the lamb seat now, I feel pretty good about just staying in it. It yeah. is really nice. It made a night and day difference. It's probably <laughs> how you feel about the, the, the day long. Oh god, yeah. It's That's just the, like the Russell wow. was the Russell was like, Why didn't I do this before? Right. Yeah. And you know the the my problem is is the uh, sitting in mostly the same position for a long time. Mm-hmm. Knees get creaky, and you know back starts to get creaky. I need to like get up and move around and stretch and wiggle a little bit. You know, hold my weight differently for a little bit. He the seat's fine, but he did. Uh, he dug out or shaped the pocket to the seat mm-hmm. so that it put my knees in a slightly different position. Really, and I didn't feel anything in my knees. Hmm. The only thing I felt was a little pain in my shoulder. Hmm. So I've uh, I've ordered some rocks risers. Oh, cool. All right. To yep. Bring the bars back. All right. Because I think I'm just like kind of extended. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, and he talked about like while he was shaping the pocket, he kept having me sit on the bike. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want your, your legs to do it a certain angle. Sure. So okay. that you're, you don't feel anything in your knees. Huh. All right. Um, that's another reason why I suggest the, the ride-in treatment. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, sure, because there's nothing like having it done on the spot where they can look at you. Yeah. I mean, what they can do by looking at pictures of you is already pretty impressive. But And I guess that's where he's a little different than Russell Day. Yeah? Because he, he was saying he'll look at pictures, but he much prefers to talk to the person about their writing more. Sure. Yeah, that makes a degree of sense. So I guess he, I, I don't know if he just, he spends, it sounds like he spends more time on a phone with his customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember when I, when I looked at doing the Russell Day, they had like a pretty extensive form for you to yeah, fill you out. Yeah, you fill out the form and you send in the pictures and that. And, yeah. yeah. Um, Seth does not have a foam machine, mm-hmm. but his foam is, is custom. Oh, okay. Um, he worked with a foam manufacturer to give him the kind of foam he wants. Oh, okay. So he's got a, he's got a very specific idea in mind. Mm-hmm. That's cool. 
Yeah, he's and you could the dude is just drop dead passionate about what he does. Hmm. You could just see it. I mean, you could hear it in the interview, but mm-hmm. watching him work, mm-hmm. even though he's like talking to you or he's joking with you, he's, he's just super content. On yeah, it. you could cool. tell is a clear passion for him to do this. Awesome. That's cool. I think that makes a difference. I kind of want to take the Ural out to him uh-huh. to see what he would do to the Ural seat. Well, I still got that that uh, cop seat, by the way, for the Ural. I almost want to try like an old iron tractor seat. This is like a tractor seat, but like with a little bit of padding. To a it. little bit of padding? Okay. Yeah. And it's fucking enormous, so it'll fit your gigantic ass. <laughs> this is this is... This is not going away anytime soon, but it's sized, it's sized for you know, gigantic ass. The takeaway I think Seth has as far as me mm-hmm. is I'm, I'm bad at calendars mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm, I'm big, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, I guess the takeaway everyone has when they meet me in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah. So lambseats.com L A A M S E A T S. Go check them out. Go, you know, have them work on your seat. Like you said, him and, and Russell and um, there's someone else. Yeah. Meyer. Yeah, Meyer's. Meyer's Saddles. I mean, they, they he feels they're all pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really enjoyed working with Seth. Our personalities were very well suited. Gotcha. He was just, and he put up with me. Yeah, which is <laughs> something right there. Put up with Chuck's crap. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's worth quite a bit. Not many people can. Hello, ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned this week, Chuck? I learned what a bullet button is. A bullet button? Yeah. What's a bullet button? This is a thing in California. Okay. So California is to guns what Utah is to alcohol. Oh, Where okay. the, the powers that be really hate it and are mm-hmm. trying to get rid of it in mm-hmm. ways, but can't just outright do away with it. Can't quite bring themselves to do so? Yeah, I mean, you know, cal- guns... Second Amendment. Yeah, yeah. Utah, we don't want to look weird. Yeah. <laughs> the bullet button. So, you know, on, on assault rifles, assault-style rifles, mm-hmm. to drop the magazine, you push a button. Yeah. In California, you can't push the button with your finger. Huh? You cannot push the button, will not respond to your finger. It's, it's button-shaped, uh-huh. but the actual button is set into it. Uh-huh. In a little notch. Uh-huh. A notch that is shaped like the tip of a bullet. So the only way to drop your magazine is to take a bullet and shove it into the button. What is the logic behind that? Because I looked it up. A, California is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. B, um, they were trying to outlaw the whole AR style. Sure. Um, but they managed to get through the court system, someone challenging the law's managed to get through the court system that a bullet is a tool. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if they, they, California mandated that in order to drop the magazine, it had to be operated, done by a tool. It couldn't be done. Oh, I see. And so if you use a bullet to do it, then it's a tool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So bullet button, California, that's what I learned. Well, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, in terms of overall safety, I can think of worse ideas because, you know, the bright side of it is you, theoretically you have one in the chamber that you can get pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So you clear your chamber and you can use no or way. Or you no, keep one in your pocket. You yeah. Keep one in your pocket. Or 
Um, I guess what some people have is there's like a magnet version mm-hmm. of the bullet, like just the magnet tip, and you just put it on the button. Oh, so then you have a button. <laughs> yeah, then you get okay. your button yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess what California is doing this year mm-hmm. to fuck those guys mm-hmm. is to outlaw removable magazines on those rifles. <laughs> How do you load it? You have to break the gun open. Like, like you have disassembled a weapon to get I mean, just. Uh, I don't know that you could, it even works that way. Uh, I saw a gun that you can do it to in California. Okay, you, all right. I mean, some guns, yeah. It's just this AR, you could just tip it forward, you know, huh. break okay. the breech open, kind of, gotcha. okay. and then you could load straight into the magazine. That's deeply weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I don't know where to start on this. And you know, so I was being laughed at about, or I was laughing about the the gun laws and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that's so weird. And then I remembered our alcohol laws, and oh, I started yeah. describing them to the people the in California. <laughs> but they were just like, "Wow, what? that's deeply weird." <laughs> <laughs> so it depends what, where your priorities are. Yeah, I guess that's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to get a beer, but you can, you know, you fire wildly into the air. We're, we're all about that here. Yeah. Duh. So that's what I learned. <laughs> See, that that is a strange thing to learn. I've learned. I, I'm a little disappointed I didn't go. I, I, I One of my goals for this trip was to at least stop in front of a brothel to take a picture. Mm-hmm. But I didn't manage to do that. Oh, Chuck. But I did cut all my hair off. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Chuck, Chuck cut his hair. My hair is shorter than yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll never look as good, though. They can't hear me pushing my hair back, but I'm doing it right now. I don't feel threatened in the slightest. Go back. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Uh-huh. What'd you learn, Todd? Uh, bariki no kanji. Bariki no kanji? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kanji for horsepower. <laughs> bariki. Mm-hmm. That you just said horsepower of kanji. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even sure if you said horsepower. I'm not sure if that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. that is horse hot. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the audience what you just tried to do. I tried to type in hot soup and I got hot soup <laughs> to translate to Japanese. This isn't very. Something's something's not right with this thing. <laughs> that is definitely not okay. And it has literally spelled out Hato Supu. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Hato Supu. And it talks in a little girl voice. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> my life is markedly risky <laughs> as of this moment. Well, at least you got a bag of dicks to eat. Mm, that's true. <laughs> That's all we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Um, if you, if a seat, what, what is...
What the fuck am I thinking? I don't know. I don't know. It's all about dicks. <laughs>